Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. I'm doing these live every time. They sound exactly the same. I just wanted to let you guys know this is live. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Listen, I know, I know you're not, you're not dying. I'm not dead. But if you do, when you are, I will saint you. I will lead the campaign. First ballot. I will be like, she did all these miracles. I don't remember. This is what your first miracle. Hello. Ashley Grayband and Ashley Grayband only. <laughs> Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. She's Ashley Grayband. Hi. Hi. You didn't say I'm, I'm Katie Nolan. I'm Katie. This is today's question. <laughs> Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Torrance. This is Geneva from Washington State. My question is, what is something that you would make illegal if you could? I would make it illegal to intentionally play sound from your electronic device in a public space, like when people listen to music or watch videos without headphones in public. Anyway, thanks for the podcast. It's helped me survive what feels like the past 700 months. Love you. Mean it. Yay. Love you. Mean it. Geneva. What an awesome name that is. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm, I realized listening to voicemails this week that I, one of the harder things is going to be I can't use any old ones because they're all going to say, hi, Katie, Ashley, and whoever. And I'll be like, <laughs> so like all these voicemails, you know, that we have saved in docs that are like, here's our master list of if we need a voicemail, these ones are pretty good. Uh, goodbye to all of them. I have to start all over no, again. No, just I'm not. Ash, I'm not going to be able to listen to people say, Hi, Katie and Ashley. I have an idea. We could just cut it out, her name. Oh, Travis is here. <laughs> what is your idea? I'll just Travis? go in and delete where they say Ashley. That's right. Just edit them out. Yeah. No. No, that's... You're not... Just erase me from not, existence. Yeah, you're not he who shall not be named. You <laughs> shall constantly be named. It's just a lot up front. Anyway, let's answer the question mm. before we get into all of that. Uh, Geneva asked, what's something that you could make illegal? If you could make something illegal. Um, and then she, for me, kind of sammed it. For me, specifically, because I've said this before, I think, on this podcast. Like, it's on wax. I hate when people... I don't hate. I just can't relate to people who are on, like, public transportation and pull their phone out and just play the song. Like, I'm a person who's so always aware of, like, am I in your way? Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, to, to like my detriment too much that I can't relate when someone's like, this is the song I want to listen to. And now you're all going to listen to it. I agree that that should be illegal. I'll think I, of a second one while you give your better answer. I think so. For me, back when I was on, you know, public transportation, the <laughs> music didn't bother me as much. And even like videos, like TV shows, because I would like kind of listen and like get a little like sucked into it. <laughs> But when people played games with the volume on, and it's like, bleep, 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 I'm like, When people Shut play up! games just even alone at their house with the sound on, I'm it's like, why so do you like, I thought we were all in agreement that the sound was stupid and we returned, like, unless there's somebody out there who genuinely likes to hear a weird disembodied voice go, tasty. <laughs> like, no, why would you possibly leave the sound on? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it should be anything with anything volume with the cell phone, speakerphone, talking to somebody, music, video, anything. Mm. I don't want to hear it. It's yeah. just, it's just like I don't even like talking on the phone. 
in public. Like, doing it on speakerphone is wild. <laughs> the confidence. I can't relate. I have a very specific answer. And it's, I want it. It's not... Uh, there's probably a better one out there. I'm going to preface it by saying this, but this is one of my biggest... There isn't. This is going to be the best answer. There should be uniform regulations for sticker glue for products. Woo! If a sticker is supposed, if something is supposed to be removed from a product, whether it is a dish, a book, a piece of furniture, anything, if it's supposed to peel off, that Smurf better be easy to peel off and not leave a residue, not rip whatever surface it's on, not get stuck under your fingernails for like 10 days. Like, I don't understand how that is not being regulated and it should be illegal to the people who make it impossible to rip off. And if I may, first of all, congratulate you on an incredible take. But second of all, say that if we can put a, a tag on a mattress mm. that says it's illegal to take the tag off and scare us all into saying, <laughs> is this message for the people selling the mattress or is this message for me, the customer? How could it be illegal to remove this tag from my mattress? It's my yeah. mattress, but we still leave it there just in case. If you can do that, then you can <laughs> certainly crack down on stickers that are meant to be removed. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Travis, do you have anything? I have a couple. One would oh, be... Uh, well, middle he has a couple. Well, the floor is yours. <laughs> in middle school, you'd get in trouble if you walked on the left side of the hall- hallway, and I think that should be like a thing. Yes, like, you guys should be driving down the right side of the road. I think is that is illegal already, Travis. It's illegal so no, to like if you're walking the down the street ah. or in a hallway or somewhere, like get on the right side. I should be like at minimum be allowed to just like yell at you or hit you. Whoa, whoa, wow! That Trav, took a turn, Trav. Bud, I don't think you should hit anybody for what. What if I'm? What if the? What if science class is on the left side of the hallway? I have to stand you on the cross. right side and wait until Properly. there's a break in the people and then make a nice wide left. Do I have a blinker? Yes. <laughs> you just, just hold your hand like, up like bikers when they're going to turn. Like I just signal think you're going to go. If we're making something regarding pedestrians illegal, Trav, if I may take your idea and make it good, um, I would say it should be illegal for groups of like five yes. or seven yep. to like walk down the street taking up the hole. It's like two yep. people next to each other max. Exactly. And they not should be on not the right side. holding hands. If like you are disrupting the flow and people like you're creating a space where people can't like get around you yeah. because you're like holding hands too far apart. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. That and is I'm not gonna, unacceptable. I'm not going to regulate how fast you walk. I know some people are out for a stroll. I know we're all differently abled. So I'm not going to say speed up. Don't walk slow. But I'm going to say if you're walking slow, be mindful of how much space you're taking up so that somebody who needs to go faster can go around you. Mm-hmm. I've seen, like people in large groups that walk very slowly is like my nightmare because I I'm like I don't want to be rude but this is the sidewalk for walking. Yeah. And there's no reason the five of you have to do the electric slide in a line together. Mm-hmm. Like just can we all just share the sidewalk please? See, if it would be common practice to yell at them <laughs> then you could just yell at them and they yell at them. I might have you might have had me a yell at them, Trav. But then when you went directly to hit him, I knew this was about something else. I knew this was about you. I knew this was deeper than just wanting to get out what's a what's illegal. Can I add on to the the pedestrian? You can. Take, you please? can do Ashley. If I may, you can do whatever you want. You may. You may. Okay. So I would like to add on if you are where 
people stop and congregate, particularly if it is when you are exiting an elevator, coming escalator. up the t- top of an escalator, going through like a revolving door or any kind of door, and you need to like stop and orient yourself for like where you're going next, you need to move at least four feet ahead at least whatever that is and preferably also to the side because if you're like stopping that flow of traffic anywhere where there's like a traffic funnel you cannot congregate in front of it hey while we're here while i have the brain trust Mm. can we work out what to make airplanes i assume we're eventually all going to get back on them can we that was my next one like when you're getting off of the plane trav what's your take like what's the right way for the plane to are you supposed to get your bag first? Are you supposed to wait? Like, what is the move? Let's just decide. Wait until your row is empty to get out. So you get out and you walk straight off. Like, standing up and trying to get all your stuff while the plane hasn't even, like, opened the door. Like, what are we doing? Well, I think here's... This is what I think has happened. Is that a couple rude people, originally, caused other people to try to, like have to be rude to be able to not be stepped on by rude people and then we've gotten to this like rude olympics on the mm. plane where it's like you're pushing to get to your bag or you're it's like if i get on the plane and for some reason my bag doesn't fit in the overhead directly above me and i have to put it behind me a little bit uh, i'm giving away that i usually sit at the front of a plane and now i feel like an elitist and i don't want to finish my take but if i need that. to it's go fine. if i need to go back and get my bag it's impossible because people are like, I must get off this plane. I'm like, yeah, but my my bag is there and I can't get. So now I got to wait for everybody to get off before I can go back two rows. I'm like, can I just go before it's my turn to get it? The, the aisle should be clear until the people in front of you are going. But no one's ever going to do that because people will take advantage of it. I got it. I got it. So you, you board back to front. The period. That's it. By row. Back to front is how you board. So hopefully all of your bags are either exactly on top of you or a little bit in front. Then when you're I'm leaving, telling, can, I, can I troubleshoot or do you want me to wait? No, it's because I know it's like people take first up all class the space people, and then first class people. First class people are going to be pissed. First class boards first, then back to front. Yeah, I don't understand. Fine. First class. Yeah, but the back first. of the plane I think is seen as not as desirable. So I think there's something to do with like ticket price. No, that they would want to put the people. They want to give the premium to the people. Towards the front yeah, but the boarding first isn't a premium. It is because some people bring three bags and nobody notices because you can't tell. And then they take up. All- some people put just their jacket in the overhead bin. Not on top of anything. United right now is boarding back to front. Well, that's because COVID, not because but of that sense. should just be a standard and they should just have enough space for everyone's overhead crap. Like it I should be regulated. Airlines, airlines have started like taking anywhere they can from you once they started charging for bags i was like this is going to be a it's a it's a bad environment for customer service because everybody feels like they're being cheated so everybody feels like they should steal this little bit of joy that they're entitled to because you made them pay for whatever Mm. you made them pay for gosh remember when you didn't have to pay for to check a bag (laughs) yes because putting your bag over your head wasn't an impossibility because the reason people have to do that now is because they don't want to pay on top of the insane prices they now have to pay to bring their clothes with them so they're like i'll shove it in an overhead bin like i don't blame people but it's caused a mess and we gotta fix it today before we move on but here's the thing though you can give your bag at the when you're about to board the plane and then it'll be waiting for you when you, you get off. Them? So, That's how they get you, Trav. 
That's how they get you. What do you mean? Do I trust them? To take my bag and board it to my final destination? Has no, your no, bag no. Always been you, when you get on the plane, they take it. If there's not enough overhead bin space, they take it. They put it on the under the the plane mm-hmm. on where you're sitting. And then when you get off the plane, they bring it to you, and it's right there yeah, on the jetway. Yeah, they precious minutes. They they are precious minutes, and also they've they do that with like strollers as well. And they broke my very expensive stroller one time. And like, granted, they were great to work with to like fix it and replace it, but it's still super annoying when you get off a long flight and you have a screaming baby and their stroller doesn't work, and you're trying mm. to carry a hundred things. Mm. It's very annoying. God, that's giving me anxiety. That's making me grateful for a pandemic for two seconds. Like While we we're dealing with boarding and stuff, can we uh, somehow like police? If you can't you sit in your wrong seat, you somehow get a, a mark on your like. <laughs> oh, you're. Oh, this sounds personal. If you get in the wrong seat, what if it was you an accident, Trav? No, honestly, with all the with all of the like um, all of the no, I don't want to say construction because I don't think that's what it's called, but they've been like changing planes and stuff to take away room and fit more seats. Some planes. The numbers don't line up with the seats. It's like you have to look back. It's very confusing. I've never seen that. And also, the people that oh, clearly so your, bag not is not gonna, your bag is not going to fit above, and yet you're trying to make it fit. What are you, You five? don't know if it's going to fit or not until you try. Yeah, you, you do. you got to finesse it. it. you got to play with those angles. Sometimes you get to tilt it a little and then like Sometimes you open back. your overhead bin and you don't have any warning from the airline that you're on a plane that's small enough that your overhead bin is actually big enough for like a clutch. And you're like, wait, what? I have a rolling bag. So things happen, Trav. You need to, some of your anger is justified, but a lot of it is misplaced. Do we have any other laws we want to pass? Did you pick one, Kevin? No, you trying to skip, of course skip I by. didn't. Ashley, I need you to know, okay, that A, be on my team for this, and B, <laughs> I'm trying to make this podcast as long as humanly possible because once it's over, it's over, okay? So, like, I'm asking if anyone has any other laws we want to discuss. I'm willing to discuss our entire legal system before mm. we even get to friendly banter because mm. I got nothing but time, and I don't <laughs> want you to be gone, you sweet-faced angel. <sighs> I think you should lies. be allowed to sell alcohol seven days a week if that's one that I can have. <laughs> Travis, thank you so much. Travis, you're the best. Are there any places that you can? I thought that was a Massachusetts thing that you couldn't sell alcohol. Uh, I know Ohio days. has like you can't buy like liquor. Like okay, so like I think yeah. beer. Yeah, I think it's all like all different states. Laws. Like you should just be able to buy alcohol seven days a week. Every state. Mm. Like mm. like what what makes Saturday and Sunday different? That's a good mm. question. Yeah, but if you were to ask, like, what makes Wisconsin and and they drink a lot is what's different there. So I understand some states being different, right? I'm kidding. It's based in nothing. It doesn't make any sense. I just wanted to say shout out people in Wisconsin. You drink a lot and I see you. <laughs> um, what else? Any other laws? We should probably move on. We're really, I'm really milking this for all it's got in it. <laughs> we actually have a lot to get to. Um, if you have a question, uh, you can... you. I'm see I'm torn here. I was just going to do it because I have to stop letting you do it because <laughs> I had to do it myself this last week and it you felt so it. icky. It but it felt so icky to do. But the only way it's not going to feel icky is if I have your blessing. Of course you have and my so, blessing. I, well, I just you were the first to person it. to say leave off a voicemail. I know, but you said it the worst and that's why it was the And best. that's why you continued to make me do it. So you're like, can I stop forcing you to do something yeah, you're now, bad at? The answer is yes. But now I'm going to go back to doing it. It's going to be good. And it's like, I, well, then why do it? It's good. So why don't you try, why don't you try to do it in like, I don't know, 
like three octaves tell below. me how i tell me how i should say it okay and i'll say it for like that from now on Let's that's see. what we'll do okay we're gonna jump octaves you gotta like oh boy if if you have something you want to ask us you can leave us a voicemail what puberty it's one ashley <laughs> ashley why why don't you want Hit me to puberty be in the middle of saying it every time you say it why don't you support and love me why do you want me to fail leave us a voicemail like that doesn't sound like puberty at all. Oh, did you? Is that not how puberty went for you? It's like leave <laughs> us a voicemail. That's, that that's was hard puberty. to listen to. What uh, about what mm. if I? What if I do it like the whales? Oh, I love the whales. Nemo, <laughs> okay, so which try it was that your your favorite <laughs> voice? So you can leave us a voicemail. <laughs> That was enjoyable. I was it that. good. Yeah, do the will. You know what? You can just you can workshop it every week and then find. Oh, no, it sticks. needs your blessing. <laughs> it's Travis blessing. just had a face. Travis yeah. just had the most expressive face I've ever seen from him <laughs> because he was like, "I have to listen to that every week." Uh, he's never shown so much emotion as he showed regret on his face in that moment. Okay, what if you sing it to the tune of "Beat It"? So it's like, "Leave us a voicemail." <laughs> Oh, thanks That's for kind of fun. <laughs> uh, no, that was you, Ashley. Guys, I will leave not. Us. I will not be disrespected in this way. That was a Katie leave snort. Leave us, leave us, leave us, leave us. Voicemail, voicemail, voicemail. Yeah. Leave us, leave us, leave us. <laughs> Just fun. leave it. Yeah. Okay. At 8605065571. <laughs> Hi. Hey. How you doing? Well, uh, you know. It's been a day, like, I feel like recording so late in the afternoon was hard because, mm. like, I just spent all day, I was saying to Travis, like, just forlornly looking out my window and, like, getting super sad. I, uh, <laughs> I'm grateful that we're recording later in the afternoon because I woke up thinking today was our second to last podcast. Mm. Um, <laughs> Katie's calendar challenged. I didn't know, I don't know why I didn't realize it was Tuesday, but my brain was like, why wouldn't we finish out the week? Why would we end on the 15th? Why wouldn't we end on the... Katie, when you did the pod on last week, you said... I said two more. The 15th is the last one for the year. I know. I knew the day the 15th. I have no idea that today's the 14th. Why would I look at a calendar? It's empty. I missed Andrea's birthday. Oh no! Happy so birthday to I. Andrea! Oh. I, we both did. Like oh, it, I have. If you asked me right now, obviously I'm talking about it. But had you asked me before I started talking about it, what month we were in? Instinctively, I would have said October. I don't have any sense. <laughs> My house is decorated for Christmas, and I'm still just very lost in space. I said the last episode was the 15th. I think in the same episode I said we only have two more with Ashley, and like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, anyway. I woke up today to Ashley being like worried about the pod today and I'm like why this isn't the one we have to worry about she was like this is the last one and I was like I have a couple uh pots on the stove that are not done cooking that I need to I was I had a very stressful day because I was crying and then I was also like I wasn't ready uh, and uh, but I'm I realized I'm not ever gonna be ready this sucks yeah I kind of thought that like you know how some people say just like rip the band-aid off and it, mm. but I think that's one. I think that's horrible. Like there's a way to kind of like slowly peel it and like wrangle it so it doesn't hurt as much. And I kind of thought that's what this would be 
would be like, okay, I'm just going to slowly peel it a little bit, get it off the skin. And then like on the last pot, it won't be that painful. Uh, I was wrong. Well, I think, we, I think we took out a little bit of the pain. I certainly yeah. feel better doing this last podcast with you now than I would have if we had to do it the day after we got or the never news or, or never gotten to. Like if I just wasn't allowed to speak yeah. again, that would have been horrible. Yeah, it would have sucked, and it would have been like it, it's it's bad to say out loud, and it's not supposed to work this way. But talking through things on this podcast with you is helps me process them. Yeah. Uh, you're not supposed to process in front of people. You're supposed to process and then present. But we sort of just do the processing here. Mm-hmm. Not because that's what anybody else should do. <laughs> uh, but because we're dysfunctional and everything's dysfunctional right now. Mm-hmm. So like having the last few pods, which I know while we were making them, we were both like, oh my God, this feels weird and everything sucks. It was like, uh, I'll look back at it and be like, I'm glad we did it this way so that we can talk about it having pretty much processed it, but are obviously still processing it and feeling additional things uh, and obviously still sad. I feel much better that we're doing it now. Yeah. It's just now that we're actually here. It's like, oh. Now I'm like, I don't want to do this. Let's just talk about anything else. I'm grasping at straws. I kind of think, like, for a minute, I I toyed with the idea of just Irish goodbying and like, just not doing the last one. <laughs> How long? You said a full minute? It was a full minute. It was a full minute. I was like, what? I, I mean, I... I yeah. It would be the greatest heel turn <laughs> in the history. And then we could turn your and my podcast into rival podcasts. Like, we could be like, Ashley didn't even show up for her last episode. She doesn't love Lock me. Katie on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, God. This was... This was um, oh, don't look at your... Twitter. Um, this was. Uh, Did you block? Don't me? look at. Don't look at my Twitter. I guess is what I meant. Did you? Um, what? Did I you got block distracted. Me? Uh, then I would tell everybody not to listen to your podcast. She is frantically opening something. No, right I'm now. not. I'm staring in disbelief at your beautiful face. Uh, no, you're fine. Everything's fine. But it would be very funny if you didn't show up. But I'm glad that you did. <laughs> it would have. I mean, we would. That would start a feud. <laughs> I mean, feuds are fun anyway, especially when people you're fake. do. The internet does love a two woman podcast splitting up and getting in a feud. That is very popular, mm. huh? Hmm. Ash, we should have played this differently. I mean, Austin's like no longer talking to you, calling you Kiki. Whoa, okay, all right, Trav, you do this thing where you jump in on the bits, and I love that. You are welcome. Every bit is a blanket. You should wrap yourself in it, but. Bring the same energy the bit is bringing. You take it too far and it hurts people personally. This is just advice from friend to friend. You jump in and you're like, right? And then Austin says you're ugly and your bottom teeth are crooked. And I'm like, what? Trav, what's up? What's up, Trav? Get it off your chest. Uh, but you're here. So thank God we can remain friends. But really, I mean, we could be rich if we just turned this into some sort of feud. cat fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like beef. Mm-hmm. Huh. I mean, we can still fabricate it. I can be like, mm, I wanted to have Katie as a guest, and she declined because I didn't have enough listeners. No, or was that Jay? Nice. What? Fuck, that. love this. This is getting spice. <laughs> uh, I'll call into Dear Ashley mm-hmm. and say, Dear Ashley, I wonder what it's like to have a more successful podcast than me. You took everything from me, and it's time people know the truth. And then people be like, what's going on? Oh, man. Ashley, do you need a producer? 
This is why I would shut up, Travis. Oh. I'm like, this is this is why I wouldn't wouldn't give Dan your number because I knew <gasps> I couldn't trust you to not take everything that's mine. This is great. I like this. What a, yeah. What a melodrama. Yeah, this uh, is good. What was I just gonna say? I had something I was gonna say. It was it fit perfectly into what you were saying. Oh, when you said you took everything from me in the in the <laughs> promo that I did, I said you can always leave us a voicemail because it was the same thing. I didn't like. People were like, why did you say it like that? I'm like, because that's a sports thing. It's not like a, I don't know. It just it's so it felt weird. so weird. It all feels so weird. I like don't know how to behave now. It's like when you're so purely yourself, like very just like completely transparent. And then you you're, go do something else. You're like, well, should I still be myself? Yeah. Or should or I like, like, it's. Who is me? I've like learned that I've, def- I've defined myself. When I did the podcast alone last week, I was like. So much of what I've learned from you and from this relationship and doing this publicly is to wait. And I know I'm still bad at it, so people might be laughing, but like you've taught me to sit back and like listen and and then react in a way. And like if if things don't go the way I was hoping they'd go, don't try to force them there. Just kind of roll with it and go where they go instead. And like it's so weird to have finally started learning that lesson and then now be like, okay, um, go do it alone or with somebody. I'm like, well, but I, but I was getting good at like that working out that muscle and now um, it's gone. So now I have to go, I'm like, I have this new talent I want to show to people, but I can't use it anymore because of stupid, of just stupid reasons. It just bums me out. But um, I'm going to, I don't, I, I don't know if I can listen to your podcast and I don't know if you can listen to it. It's going to be yeah, tough. Yeah, I, I got to say, it was really hard. Uh, it was really hard listening to last week um, in a way that it wasn't when Travis was there because it was just so, it was just so you and so vulnerable and I could like hear your emotions and I like knew exactly what you were thinking. And yeah. every time you were like, shut up, Katie. Nobody cares about that. I'm like, be easy <laughs> on yourself. We all care so much. And it was just like, God, it was so like, it was so hard to listen to because I just wanted to like be there and just have my arms wrapped around your waist and be like, girl, you got this. You're killing it. You're and so And I can already tell like, I'm going to listen to you talking to people and you being like, making fun of your own jokes instead of just knowing that they're funny because... For some reason, you still don't realize how funny you are. And I'm like, somebody should, t- someone's got to tell her. <laughs> someone's got to make sure to tell her every time she says something funny. Golly, this could be hard. Whew, let's not do this the whole time, though, okay? Um, oh, I have, some, I have some fun news. What's up? <clears throat> uh, I recorded an episode of All Fantasy Everything yesterday. That's right, baby! Yeah! yeah. Um, uh, what, so, so Ian did finally text you <laughs> Ian did, it was just really funny, actually. Oh um, uh, so on Thursday, I think, my little, I think I told you, like, both my brother and sister texted me, and they were like, can we come visit you? Did I tell you that? I did, No. Right? So, yeah, and I was, like, worried that I was giving off fragile vibes, because they separately oh, were yes, like, yes, I'd yes, love yes, to yes, come yes, visit you. Yep. So yep. my brother came up to visit, um, and we had, like, a nice, like, heart-to-heart, and, like, we spent, like, some quality time together, and it felt like, it was just great. And so that was probably, like, the first, like, two hours he was there, but he was like, I'm just going to chill here, like, the whole day. And so we... 
both have kids and like amount of time that we've spent just the two of us alone without anybody else around is like so minimal that it was really nice to get to hang out with him. But at the same time, he was like, I'm going to get back to AFE. Just hang tight. At the same time, we were I, like. I was hoping you'd get there sooner, but I guess I'll listen to this lovely story. We that were like, so what do, what do we do now? Like we talked, you know, he like wanted to make sure I was all right and like what I wanted to do with my life and all that stuff. And then we're like, okay, so now what do we do? Like how do we take advantage of like having fun with each other? And we're like, okay, well like. We could go to the zoo. Like, there's a zoo really close to me. I'm a member. Like, we could go, like, You're for a... member a, of the uh, zoo. I'm a member of the zoo. Uh, <laughs> like, we could go for, like, a hike. It was a really nice day on Thursday. I was like, there's a, like, reserve right behind us. We could go, like, for a big walk. Um, and he brought me... He had brought a gift of a bottle of Jefferson's Ocean. And I was like, or we could day drink and play all of my son's, uh, like, children's board games. <laughs> Yes. And so that's what we did. Yeah. So we played shoots and ladders and like Zingo and Pop the Pig, but like drinking versions of it. We had so much fun. We got unintentionally, of course, a lot more drunk than we meant to. And um, that's when Ian DM'd me. Oh my God. And was like, hey. Just to refresh everybody, <laughs> Ashley had like ex- overexcitedly responded to Ian with like all these categories she had thought of that they should draft from. And then she texted me saying he wasn't texting her back and like, I have more ideas. Should I send him? And I was like, no, no, you gotta, you haven't been single in a pump, while. Pump you don't, breaks, you don't know how to do this. So then he went, it was probably a week and a half, two weeks since he DM'd me? you the first oh, time. Oh no, it was. Probably like a month, I feel Yeah, like. again, time. I'm it was, really bad it was at long, it. Every, it was every day time. is six days. Uh, but you were waiting for so long, and then you get the most drunk you've probably been in a while, yep. and you get this message from Ian. Okay, sorry, yeah. go ahead. So he, uh, so he just, his text was like, or his DM was like, 10 a.m. on Sunday work? That's PST. And my brother saw me, like, I got up and did the, mo- like, a lap around the kitchen, like, yeah! You just sent me a DM. So as I'm doing this, my my drunk brother takes my phone and just writes, yes. Like right away. Like no chill. I was like, Matt, you got to give it 30 seconds before you respond. He's right. Smart man. He was like, I haven't seen you that excited. Because what you would have done instead of saying yes, you would have tried to write the funniest way to say yes and wait the perfect amount of time instead of just being like, hell yes, I cannot wait to do this. So yeah. So what did you draft? Are you allowed to say? I don't. I don't know. You know the rules better than I do. I know. I was hoping you would just say, and then I could be like, "Cool." From now on, I can also say. I don't think we're supposed to. Yeah, say. Yeah, probably. I don't think we should say. And I also don't. I realized I should have asked when it's airing because I don't know if it's this Thursday or like next Thursday. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to like follow up. How well do you think you did? Um, I will say in terms of drafting, I'm very happy with my picks. I think like as no going into it as like a, a fan of it I was like there's a couple roadblocks like I want to avoid you know like when people come on and they're like uncomfortable they don't like speak right away and Ian does it like hey you know this is a podcast where you can jump in like whenever you don't have to wait for us to, to introduce you and I'm like yeah I know that but you guys yeah. are talking about a song that I have never heard of in my life and I don't have anything to say about it. And like, it was so funny because he was like trying to bring me in. He's like, oh, did you have this thing? Did you know about this? I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying. Can you get, talk about anything that I would jump in on? I'm like, ha, what a shit. Uh, so it was a little slow 
off the job. My first time was the same way. <laughs> my first time was the exact same. Remember, I sat there and I was just, because it was in person. And I was just looking at them like, oh, I'm so happy to like, that. I was so happy to watch them make the podcast I loved listening yeah. to all the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's what Sean does with his hands when he says stuff like that. And I'm just like looking around the room and they were like, you can, do you have yeah. anything? And I'm like, oh, sure. I, there are definitely Hi. times when I was like, I had to remind myself to talk because I was just enjoying their banter and their riffs. And I was like, don't step on it, Ashley. Don't step on it. Just let them go. They're so funny. And then I, I was just, I will say there was one point where I cried. I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh, you broke me. I am broken. <laughs> and it was nice. Uh, it was a... Uh, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And I feel like, you know, towards the back end, it was like, I was more comfortable with them. They were more comfortable with me. But it was, yeah, I, I had an absolute blast. They're the best. They are the best. I'm not, not listening to you. I'm trying to text Ian to get him to send me a thing about when you're going to be so we can promote it. Um, uh, I thought you froze. And I was like, I'm just going to no. keep speaking. No, no, no. I was like, she blinks. thinks you're not listening to her, which isn't fair to her. Um, <laughs> It's like I'm doing that thing where I try to do a nice thing and end up being looking, actually being more rude in the process. Um, I can't wait to listen to it. And hopefully he'll get back to me and let me know when that is. But I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yeah, I was, hope you had so fun. much fun. Because the doing it, blast. the doing it is the value. It's yeah. like doing it makes you feel like I'm, I'm great. Like they make you feel <laughs> good. They're just the best. Yeah. The absolute best. I love them so much. They were, when they're like, and I, I'm sure that they were, like, you, like you know, when it's somebody you don't know that well, you're like, you overcompensate a little bit to like make them feel better and make them feel more comfortable. But there were a couple times when I like genuinely got people to laugh. Hell and yeah! I was like, yeah, I did it, and that felt Amazing. good too. I told you, you're funny. It airs Thursday. Oh, great. Yes. He didn't do what I wanted him to do, which was to send me a voice note saying all that in a promo that we would run for free on our ESPN platform. But uh, he said, it's Thursday. Uh, Oh, and he says we can tell them we're drafting signs you're getting old. Yes. Getting older. Older. Important distinction. Sorry, I got old with a colon. So I don't know what that is, but Mm. older. Signs you're getting older. You can't say picks, but you can say what you drafted. Yeah. So So tune in to All Fantasy Everything. Thursday mm-hmm. for Ashley's debut. Yeah. He was like, okay, are you ready for your first pick on AFE? And I was like, oh, oh my God. God. This is oh such a God. momentous occasion. It's going to be the most adorable listen. I tried. I was like really conscious of like not being a super, like not letting them know how much I listen to their podcast. But there are a couple slip ups <laughs> where I like it's made also hard to not like years it's, ago. Yes. It's so hard to not quote them to them. And then yeah. you're like, why am I doing this? It's insufferable. That's a weird thing to do to a person. Yeah. Hey, remember when you said this? And the person's like, do you have anything to say? And you're like, no, nope. just wanted to say the thing you said back to you. Normal. Uh, I can't wait to listen to that. I also can't wait to listen to when I'm mentally ready, but I can't wait for everybody else to listen to Dear Ashley, which is the new podcast that you just launched. Why don't you tell everybody about it? Oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, I... Uh... After if you a, want to. No, I didn't no, mean no, to back I, you no, into this. No, I want to. I, I want to. It immediately just, was like, she might not have no, wanted to. No, no, Maybe no. she's not ready. No, I want to. And I think part of it is like, I mean, you and I talked about this a lot as I was like spitballing it. And like, I've been on the fence with like, hey, is podcasting something that like I really love? Or do I just love doing this podcast with my best friend? Like, 
I, I don't know if I'm going to like it or if I'm going to be good at doing it by myself or any of those things. I just, there are a couple things that like I know to be true and that's that I, I need something to do every week. Even if it's like one day a week, you know, and like I need to keep my brain moving and even like trying to figure out Adobe Audition and like design a logo and like pick music is like oh this is okay I'm producing something like I am keeping these muscles in shape and I, I said this on AFE as well like the not having this 16 hour period with you every week is gonna be like devastating to me but I know that I get to keep you as a friend and so that's like a balm on my soul but like being apart from this community is like really really devastating to me and I wanted to try to come up with something as a way to like keep interacting with these people that I love and so I eventually settled on like okay what if I try to do a podcast and I the idea is essentially people write emails or leave voicemails like and I help them solve their problems I think I give pretty good advice I'm a very rational logical person so I can like give an unbiased opinion, I can still hear from people, I can still interact with them. And part of like, where I've really grown in this experience with you is like, you and I are both very much perfectionists with an incredibly high bar. And oftentimes, if we're like, this isn't gonna be a home run, let's not do it. And that like, the I didn't want to let the fear of striking out keep me from playing the game. Wow. You know what wow. I mean? Wow. Like perfect is the enemy of good. I, there's so wow. many cliches I can say, but all of them apply. And it was like, I should just, I should do something to help teach myself that not everything I do is going to be perfect. Like this isn't going to be a home run endeavor. I'm not going to make a ton of money on it. I'm not going to have a million listeners. I'm just doing it because it's like, gives me something creative and fun to do and like keeps me in the loop with people I really care about. So just try it, have fun with it. Trevor, are you going to say something? If you don't, if you don't swing the bat, you can strike out too. So you at least have to swing. Yeah. Travis, Travis, yeah. did that feel necessary? Trav? I think it was, I it think did. it was a great addition. Yeah. Okay. I, I hate when people don't swing. Yeah. Striking out well, looking is tough. You that know? is the takeaway that Travis Hates a backwards K is what I want you to take from all of that. Um, so, I'm, yeah. I'm, that's, I love that. I genuinely think, Ash, you are happy when you're learning and feeling like you're like acquiring a new skill and getting good at it. Like you love, that's when your soul smiles is when you're like, oh, it's just this and I can do it? Okay, well, let me get good at it. Like you just have this energy when you're learning stuff. And so like... Yeah. Learning how to use all these platforms and learning how to make a podcast is going to, A, help you in the future of your career because you'll understand a side of it that you might not right now mm -hmm. or that I don't, right? Because like ESPN helps you make a podcast in a way that like there's a lot of it I don't know about yeah. because I don't it's do that part. More complicated than get you to, realize. Yeah, I just <laughs> get to do this part. I don't have to do any of the other stuff. So like you're learning all that stuff. You're learning how to use like computer software that will help you. But also just this will help you additionally because it's going to make you feel better because it's easy to feel like you're not doing anything and yeah. you're like not learning anything and you're it's just a lot. It's perfect. It's a good idea. It's perfect. It's going to be great. If you ever Thanks. need a person to help you fill airtime, 
I don't think there's a law against me hanging out with you. So, well, I mean, I'm sure they'll invent one. Certainly but, isn't. <laughs> but but I but you know I just love you, man. I love you. I love you so much. So eventually it'll be hopefully on all the platforms but apparently apple takes the longest to like get a podcast up so it's not on apple Mm. but it's on like spotify and google Podcasts and other stuff i just did a trailer Mm. so far but i'm hoping to have like the actual first episode up this week because i think i'm going to be so crushed today that like tomorrow i'm going to be like i need i need to do something to redirect my energy so send send me an email most people are emailing, actually, not many yeah, people are see, leaving this voicemails. Is, I meant to tell you that this is what's brilliant that you can do that we couldn't do, was that, like, we, uh, the reason we didn't, I don't even know if you remember this, the reason we didn't do an email for this is because people are a lot more comfortable being on on inappropriate or, like, mean in an email than, mm-hmm. like, calling and talking. It's very hard to, like call somebody and be like I think you're a dick like it's just feels different it's more personal if you say it out loud Mm -hmm. and so like we when we launched and we wanted to take voicemails and we heard that from ESPN they were like voicemails don't really work as well as like calling into the radio uh I was like well let's just try it and take away the other options because I think people are gonna want to like engage with us and if we make this the only option I think it will filter out the bad stuff that might get through and would make this an arduous process. Mm-hmm. And like you're now launching with this community that we've protected. And you can do that. And it opens it up for people like me who don't leave voicemails and don't like making phone calls. Like yeah. it's always felt bad that like this is that that was a decision that we had to make. Because I'm like that this would filter me out. But yeah. I hope we've made the people who are like me who can't necessarily call still feel welcome. It's It has nothing to do with you and we weren't trying to back you into a corner. It was just like you launching a podcast on a really big platform. You got to make sure you're, you're not attracting as a woman in sports the wrong kind of it would just break me mentally. So I this I think that's very smart of you. And I think you're going to get some really awesome questions because you can be a lot more vulnerable as well in an yeah. email without feeling uncomfortable. So I love so it's that. Dear Ashley Pod at gmail.com. Wow. I'm just gonna promote it right here. Or on the, the number why don't you just, just host which your next I already episode. have memorized. I'm gonna oh, edit that. Come on. <laughs> Stop yeah, bleep all this out, Travis. They gotta find nine, it on their two, own. Nine, three, nine, nine. Four six oh six. I'm not as good as a cloak at the. I actually think you are. I was talking over you when you started mm-hmm. the numbers. So nine two nine three nine nine four six oh six. You did it again. Nine, while two, I was talking. Nine, three, nine, nine. Four six oh six. That's the number. If you make it a song, then people will remember it. Wait, is that Barney that I'm singing? Yeah. <laughs> yes, but also did that did that slap? Cause it did. It did slap. Though. Oh man, that was Barney. I realized that mid sing. The second digit That's was two. Tough. Nine two nine three okay. nine nine. I just four, kept six, stepping oh, on the top of it, and nine, I didn't want to be accused nine. of sabotaging you. <laughs> what are you mm. drinking? Just water. Oh, I, if okay. I if this was not water, it would have no. This would be a mess. This would be a huge um, mess. Mental health update. How you doing? I think a lot of people benefited from hearing you process this process, and I know we've been mostly talking about it so far. Mm-hmm. But like, do you w- talk about where you're at? Oh my god, that's such a sports journalist thing to do. Talk a little bit about where you're at with uh, your mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have turned. I I know that I have turned a corner. Um, there was a lot of feeling insecure and that like my confidence was at 
like a, a very low point and I was hurt and I was upset and I kind of realized that this is like I, I knew in my brain logically I'm like you can you can look at this as an opportunity but I wasn't actually looking yes, at it as exactly an opportunity. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah you hear the words but you're like what do you mean? Yeah. And one day it's like oh. Yeah. Oh. And then I, I spoke to a, a really smart woman who said something that like stuck with me and that like since I oh Ash that's so sweet her what name is say? Jill <laughs> okay kidding. oh all right <laughs> like since I've been at ESPN um every step of my career has aside from one time when I like pitched a job and got it every other step of my career has been dictated to me like we need you to do this now we need you to focus on this now you're gonna be in charge of this and like all of the things that came with that, who I was working under and who I was, who was under me and like what our goals were and all that stuff was all like handed to me. And at this point now, I have accrued enough experience and kind of established a reputation amongst people in the industry that like, I am in the situation where I can call the shots on what I do next, which is really cool. Like I get to decide. It's not like I I was kind of looking at it at first as like, am I going to be able to find another job? And now it's like, let me pick which other job I'm going to do. Hell yeah. Let's go. A a big shift in how I'm looking at it, which is great. Like I just kind of kept it. This real, this one phrase, this did not come from Jill. This came from me. So I would like all the credit. Um, (laughs) Is when I was feeling down about myself, and I'm hoping anybody else who out out there who's going through this can all this can also benefit you. Is I just kept thinking like, if I was starting a team, would I want me on my team? Would I want a mm-hmm. me? If I was like, here I am, and I'm working on blank, and it doesn't matter what it is, would I want to work with me? And the answer is like, Smurf, yeah, I would. <laughs> Everything would be so much better if there was another me. I'm really good to work with. I'm really good at stuff. Like that would be awesome. And that kind of like helped build me up. So if you want to work with a you, you're great too. You know? Don't keep you look oh, your face. I just you're gonna I'm make me cry happy. again. You, this is an insane amount of progress to have made in an insanely short time. And I know you won't give yourself credit for that. So I'm just giving it to you with my with my dimples. I love it's like your oh, dimples I'm so, so much. I'm so proud of you. This is incredible. Um, you're yeah. You are you. I don't know if I'm allowed to, you're free now. <laughs> like you don't have to do like you, it's scary at first. Cause you're like, no one's telling me what to do. But yeah. then you say that sentence over and over and you're like, no one's telling me what to do. Yeah. Like it sounds good now. It's a, it's a good thing. And it can be, people say it's scary to try to, to, to know you're in charge of what happens next. But I think the better description of it is like you just are afraid you're going to choose the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. But then if that's the case, you're not going to be able to change the fact that you might choose the wrong thing. So just start choosing stuff quickly so you can figure out if it's the wrong or the right thing and then you can choose the next thing. Yeah. But pay attention. Like pay attention to the way you feel while doing the thing. Be like, is this the thing I want to do? Because with a job, you don't get to decide if you don't like doing it that you don't want to do it anymore. You're under, you've been under a contract for a long time. You kind of get lost in your routine of like, I wake up, I go to work. Man, I'm overloaded with work. And it's like, is any of this work that you want to do or is it taking you to where you want to go? Because mm-hmm. if not, stop doing it and start doing different work. Like, 
you're you're in that spot now and i know that like this is a conversation that's completely ignoring the very real thing that is money but like you <laughs> you in your specific situation um like i you're you're gonna be fine everything's going to be okay and like you just have to believe in yourself and like i see you that you do and that makes me so feel immediately better because mm. it's you you I've been yelling at you to I've also been a wise woman saying smart stuff to you about how great you are for a long time it's actually I could argue it's my beat like she should get off my corner but uh, at least I finally understand how you feel every time I call somebody else my best friend so hmm. um yeah which is a lot it's oh god lot. can I tell you something that like really messed with me only if you just tell everybody you just put lipstick on it's not weirdly. lipstick it's chapstick you weirdo no it's tinted chapstick it's not tinted lipstick. look at it you can't that's quarantine it. lipstick it's, you got a full, <laughs> quarantine full lip it says cucumber lime look at mm. this look at this sticker that didn't get pulled off though it's just nice. like clear beeswax that, okay, that well. would have been the better way to turn it it says lipstick right oh, there. I see it. Look at Trav helping a bit. Like this. Okay, this right, really go. messed with me. So tell your thing. When you were talking about the challenge on the podcast last time and you said Ashley, like the uh, contestant. At one point I said, not my Ashley. No, our no. Because I no, was so worried. This wasn't it. You said, not podcast Ashley. And I was like, I, it, like my brain was like, you she know knows why? so many Ashleys and I'm going to be podcast Ashley now. No, you're not. Yeah. It's I, because it's like, I didn't want to say. I know how many Ashleys you know. I didn't want to like, say not our Ashley. Ashley. Because it, like that's, you just saw it. in my brain. That's what I said. But I didn't want, I think to Dan, that was, uh, we can talk about it if you want. Doing a podcast with a guy I used to always do podcasts with, who was my favorite person to do podcasts with, who is now my boyfriend, was so... When we were done, we both were like, that was super weird. Let's not do that again for a minute. We were both so... Like, he was clearly trying not to say anything that was going to get me in trouble. And I was like, since when do you care if I get in trouble? And like, it was just this... He, I felt so bad that I put him in that position and he's the absolute best for doing it. But we both were like, ew. So anything I said in that podcast that you were like, why did she say that? That's why. Because I was like looking at her dog and looking at him and he was yawning. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm making us do this. I'm ruining our relationship. No, it was was really endearing listening listening to you guys he's he's wonderful and he's incredible at podcasts i need to get over myself and figure out how his to voice get is over myself. so you nice are not to listen to i know it's the absolute best really and un, until it's like the lat <laughs> the end of the night and it's just firing non sequiturs at you as different wwe wrestlers and you're like <laughs> i can't keep up with this i'm trying to play a game on my phone uh but you're not podcast ashley you're yeah. my best friend ashley <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm actually thrilled that I no longer have to say, you know, my producer, my best friend, because I never know which one to give you more credit for, like which mm-hmm. one would make you feel more important. If I just call you my best friend, you're like, also, I'm a producer. And if I say you're my producer, you sound like somebody I don't like. So it's mm-hmm. like uh, my pr- best friend. I want to <laughs> like say him at the same time. My best producer would have been it. But now you just said now you're just best friend. So, yeah, I don't have to problem solved. Thanks, ESPN. Um, so uh, that what uh, mental health? How's so you're doing. Yours? You're doing. You're doing good. You're doing well. Yeah, I'm. I'm great. Today's not going to be a problem at all. How are you? I'm okay. Um, <laughs> I feel I. The realization you had is one I've kind of had recently, but we're in completely different situations. Yeah. So you can see how it with the the attitude that would make you feel empowered is the same like we feel the same way about it and that's why I feel badly at the moment Mm -hmm. but like I'm trying to be 
I'm trying to focus on like right now and what the next step is. Like I'm trying to not be like self-indulgent in my sadness, but also not ignore it. You know, like if something doesn't feel right to say that, while also knowing that I'm saying it not just because I don't want to do anything. Does this make sense? I'm trying to be as vague as possible. I just know that like I my my job is exists and I'm to do it and like I have to figure out what about it all matters to me and I have mm-hmm. to make that known in ways that are productive instead of in ways that are like yeah this makes me feel better to tell you how I feel it's mm-hmm. like yeah it's gonna make you feel better it's not gonna fix anything so like what can you do to f- try to better it yeah um everything like everything is strategic like you have to mm-hmm. give yourself a window and an opportunity to like vent and be able to just get that stuff out so that it gets out so you're not keeping it in but then like when you're making any like decisions that needs to be strategic and focused yeah so just don't conflate the two mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i hear you and yeah. it's the following of the advice that's very hard for me <laughs> Because people are like, your ability to be you on camera is so, is insane. How do you do it? I'm like, no, no, it's a lack of an ability to be anybody else except this vulnerable, wet, scared, shaking child in a corner. Like, I just can't, I just show it all. Uh, I start specifically phone calls like, don't you break down on this one, on this one. You don't even know this person. So you have to keep your shit together. And then uh, halfway through, I'm like, and that's why it's just for me right now. They're like, okay, ma'am, we just wanted to know if you needed new windows. Uh, We'll call back at a different time. So yeah, it's a lot of like letting yourself be sad, but not being like, okay, this, you're just crying now again because it feels good, but you're not, you got to get up and get out of bed. So uh, that's where I'm at. That's my mental health. It's going okay, but we're stalling right now. We're not getting worse. We're just a little stall. I still am looking at a pile of whites on the ground that I have to wash. I still have that one load of laundry left (laughs) because it really is. Once I said it out loud, I'm like, damn, my house really is reflective of my mental health. (laughs) It's always going to be messy, but when it's bad, it's like, she's not doing well. Um, So we're still okay. Not getting worse, but we're going to start getting better. Great. We're at a plateau. Today's going to probably be the, the, yeah, the right, like the, it gets worse before it gets better. This is going to be the, this will be the saddest, but it'll also be funny. No, it's going to be, it's going to be great. I don't have any pup dates, I don't think. How's Ray doing? She's good. Hmm. Yeah, Myrtle, the, the, what? You, what? No, she's great. She's fine. She's normal. I realized I said nothing, and then I realized I had something, and then oh, I realized you were talking about your dog. No, she just won't. Um, Now that she's eating, she's so hungry all the time. Ooh. So hungry. And like, eats her dinner so quickly. And we're feeding her the right amount, but I think I'm going to start adding a little more. Is that dumb? Because uh, I, I remember reading somewhere that like your dog won't eat more than it needs. And I was like, that can't possibly be true. Uh, my dog would eat everything if you let her. Uh, but food wise, I guess it's like they're not going to look like they want more unless they need it. Oh, but I don't believe that. I just don't believe it. I just want to give her a little more because she seems like she's eating all of it so fast. And then she's like, I, I'm hungry still. And you Wait, shouldn't Maybe she's feel going through like a growth spurt. 
And maybe because she wasn't eating her food for so long or it would it was such an unenjoyable experience that like her metabolism was different. I just don't know if it's a bad idea. Like how do you know when you're feeding your dog too much? Um, I would say if they're if they're being gosh, I can't believe we lasted this long without mentioning poop. Like if that yeah. gets messed up, uh, if they're puking or if they get fat. Thank you for not saying BMs. Yeah, I could stop myself. I know. I appreciate it. <laughs> could you get one of those bowls that like make it harder, slower for them to eat? No, because she's not eating it. She used to eat fast to the point where she was just like swallowing whole kibble. And this she chews. Like she's going at a normal pace. It's just the, the kibble's bigger because it's puppy now. It's, I mean, it's not puppy anymore. It's dog food. So it's bigger and it just less of it fits. Like when you take a cup of small kibble, you get more of it. If you take a cup of big kibble, then it's less. And so she's like eating it and being like, where is the rest of it? You might think that it's still a cup's worth. Totally. But I'm talking about like the air and stuff between it. Mm. Yeah. It's not like a puree. It's not liquid. So it's you're, you're getting the same amount, but it's probably not. I don't know. She just seems like she wants Try more food. Try giving her a little like bit more and see how I she I think does. I'm gonna. Thanks for helping me figure that out. Yeah, my pleasure. But also, since giving her that food, she's not nonstop hungry and nonstop energy. Mm. We used to take her to the park or play like an hour of hardcore fetch with her a day. That would be, and then we take her uh, for a walk in the morning. So those would be her exercise. It'd be like morning walk, and then either like an hour at the park or an hour playing fetch. And now we are doing a, a walk in the morning, fetch in the afternoon. I mean, uh, park in the afternoon, fetch at night. And she doesn't sleep until nighttime, basically. <laughs> she normally would like come in from fetch and pass out for three hours. And now she comes in from fetch and she's like, what are we doing next? <laughs> I'm like, nothing, nothing. You just oh, did your man. third activity of the day. We're it's because she's eating. She's else. got more energy. I know, but I'm like, I, this is a lot of exercise for a dog. She's growing, Katie. I know, but I'm just, I think what I'm expressing is worry that like I'm, I'm, my life, I was not told that the dog was going to be this. Like, there are specific types of dogs I, I knew are adorable and my favorite, but I knew would be irresponsible for me to get because they require an active lifestyle. That dog that um, Aaron Rodgers had in that commercial, and I think he might actually have in real life, whatever that dog is, people got, like, super into it because of the commercial, it's so cute, and then people were getting this dog, and it was people who wanted a lap dog, and it's terrible for the dog. Myrtle just seems to have this scary... I'm just worried it's always going to be this way. You just have to find a dog daycare that you can take her to two or three days a week where she just plays all day. And then the next day, she's tired. That's mm-hmm. the like, that's the answer. I've been saying that from the beginning. And I know... Yeah, there's... but that requires me to like find a dog daycare, search about every dog daycare, read every review to make sure I'm not sending her to a bad dog daycare because I'm an insane person. That's all right. I can't just can go, I'll call the first one I see. Or I just assign it to Dan and he'll call the first one he sees. I know, I think he will. Great. And then you'll try it and she'll have a blast and she'll socialize with other pups and she'll get all of her energy out and then the next day she'll sleep. Okay, problem solved. Yeah! See, um, that's good advice. For more good advice, check out Dear... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You get two more. You get this one and one additional one and that's it. Uh, that's Official pod business, this is, uh, th- this is it. So, uh, well, it's not it. I mean, it is. It but it's me. not. Don't leave. Uh, <laughs> it's a no from Ashley, dog. Uh, so this is the last one until the new year. And then um, we'll, we'll be back. Yep. I'll be. All right. Say it uh, like today Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? Say it like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs>
Oh, today yeah. on the pod, today on the podcast, um, I don't. I hope it's okay. I don't feel like talking about sports. <laughs> I just like to congratulate the Eagles and Doug Peterson on a victory. Yeah, mostly Doug Peterson for finally starting Jalen Hurts. That's really the only reason. I mean, against the Saints defense, against the best team in the NFC. I know. Really My impressive God. stuff. And the only Very reason the Saints came back is because their secondary was decimated. Whoop whoop. Sorry. And then, um, and then somebody threw a shoe. I feel like we should say that. If we don't say that, I feel like we missed out on the most us story of the week. <laughs> so somebody threw a shoe, but that's oh, it. We're not gonna. Um, that's my territory, please. But keep going. Okay. Well, you could have used that time to say anything else about it you wanted to, Trav. But instead, you were a baby, and so we move on. Um, yeah, I don't just don't. It just feels like a waste of time to like talk about sports when I could talk to you about whatever I want to. Yeah. And whatever you want to, more importantly. Mm, nice. Um. So, let's talk about that Lifetime KFC movie. You watched it? Oh, I sure did. Okay, I have so many thoughts. Uh, <laughs> Jim-induced thoughts. Uh, we're going to get a Bachelorette update. Dude, probably the last one, because I am not going to... I don't think I can... It's probably not. Um, so, we're going to get a Bachelorette update. And then I went in, listened to a bunch of voicemails, and found some that were left for Ashley, and brought them all together to one place and I'm going to play them and we're going to go through them. It's not all of them. You guys sent so many and they were all awesome and Ash, you should probably go in and listen to them. Um, but I just wanted to to give a little bit of, but if yours doesn't get used, it wasn't because it was bad. It was perfect. They were all perfect. I feel guilty because it's like I want everybody to participate but we, got, we do technically have to not make this 18 hours long. Well, we can try though. Let's push the um, and then I'm hoping we get to say hi to Austin. I'm sure we'll still be going when he gets back from daycare. Maybe learn about a dinosaur <laughs> one last time. And then um, we'll keep finding other stuff to talk about so that we can never end this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to cry so much. Maybe we can break down, you know, capitalism as a concept. But before all that, <laughs> uh, anyways, let's talk about this KFC <laughs> Lifetime movie. I'm literally scrolling past every NFL score to be like, and where's the good stuff? Okay. Uh, for anybody who's uh, relatively new, I genuinely don't know when we did the game that we played. We were still in the office. We were in the office. Yeah. Is this, Jay was here. Is this spring? It was a while ago. Yeah. February? It doesn't maybe? matter. KFC like announced they were coming out with some video game. Was it called the same thing? Recipe for... Seduction? I think so. Seduction? It was like a dating... It was like Sorry, a, go ahead. Like a love simulator, relationship simulator, mm-hmm. dating, whatever. And uh, and and Ashley and I were, had so many questions that could only be solved by, let's play it. Um, and so we tried to, but I remember it being really difficult to download yeah. and like not running properly in your work computer yeah. and this being a whole production. And then it ended up just like... Just like the Oregon Trail, it just ended <laughs> before we could finish. And we were like, we'll go back and do it again someday. And we never did. No. And I'll be honest, like, I've been curious ever since then, what was that game going to be about eventually? <laughs> and I think now we know. We found out because they announced that Lifetime was going to do a movie called Recipe for Seduction, sponsored by KFC. It was going to be 15 minutes long and air on a Sunday, which is what you do with all your best content. Mm-hmm. And it was going to star with, like the rest of your best content, Mario Lopez. Mm-hmm. And so we got Mario Lopez as the colonel. And uh, and then we got a, a, a pretty large cast of other characters who were managed to be fleshed out in a short period of time. Yeah. I'm curious to know your, your general thoughts because my first one was this is 
better acting than most Lifetime <laughs> movies. Um, I, first and foremost, was really disappointed when I found out it was only 15 minutes. Like, I mm. thought it was going to be a movie. Or, like, an hour, at least, you know? Like, a mini movie was, like, half a movie to me, not, like, a quarter of a movie. Um, mm. That being said... There was. It did feel a lot more like a long commercial. Yeah. When it's 15 minutes, where you're like, oh, what if we made it actual? Minutes? Yeah. And it's, it, I, I will say it was a joy to watch. I'm really glad. I, I didn't get to the end and be like, I need those 15 minutes back. I was like, that was a good 15 minutes well spent, you know? Isn't that weird? <laughs> yes. Did not expect that. Um, I Like, obviously, it's ridiculous, and we're going to talk about the plot. It's obviously weird, but you know. It's like they were so honest about that up front that like this is ridiculous that they kind of found a way to pull it off. <laughs> that was like this was ridiculous, but I knew that and I didn't. It almost it. wasn't I, over the top enough. But then again, I think that like my taste right now is in a very weird and precarious spot yeah. where like I'm finding things that normally would be weird to me to be brilliant. Like <laughs> I'm watching Looney Tunes a lot. Yeah. So I'm not like, I don't know if that's just my, the like infantilizing of my brain in quarantine, but I found it to be not as awful as I thought it would be. Let's go through the ridiculous pl- the plot. Okay. So we, we meet this woman whose name. Jessica. Is Jessica, and she is. Uh, it starts off at this big like Christmas dinner at a long table, and she's talking about how great everything is. And the uh, husband, uh, the boy, the boyfriend, whose name is Billy. Billy, that seems right. Yeah, Billy is like, uh, everything's awesome. I'm gonna propose to you right now at your big family Christmas dinner. Which I guess Billy doesn't listen to the pod. Seriously, and so. Uh, and so she, the girl, Jessica, seems like she's not really that into it. And this was the, it's the first scene, but this is where I noticed, like, this acting is better than most Lifetime movies because the male lead handled this moment really well where she's like, I don't know what to say. And he was like, <clears throat> well, you could start by saying yes mm. uh, whenever you're ready. And it was just like, uh, it's a stupid line. You see it coming. But at least he delivered it like he believed yeah. it. Uh, and, and so she doesn't say yes. She's like, I just need some time to think. We basically find out that this guy's got a lot of money and, uh, the mom is in severe debt because the father left, right? Yeah. Either left or died, but left them in debt. She said left us with all these bills and that they were weeks away from their house being foreclosed on. Their giant mansion. Let's be clear. Yeah. I was gonna say, which I, I understand that your house probably looks like it's going to be like when your house is about to be foreclosed on it probably looks just like your house normally does i don't think that it slowly looks like worse of a house (laughs) but it was just weird to hear them in a mansion with all this beautiful christmas decorations be like we are minutes away from being homeless and it's like look at all this stuff could save money a bunch of places here yes maybe didn't maybe don't buy a christmas tree this year i know that's like what 20 bucks 10 bucks but it's still money you clearly just said you're desperate so either way if you're willing to pimp out your daughter, you should be willing to go without a Christmas tree. But the, the she wants to go with the daughter <laughs> route. So she uh, she tells her that she needs to say yes and marry this guy and to stop being silly because it will help them and save them and they absolutely need it. And she has to put her... She's like, you have forever to fall in love with him. But if you don't, that's fine. We just need the money right now. Good parenting. Yeah, strong. Um, but Jessica just seems like she's not... 
into it, you know? She doesn't think he's the well, one. Here's my first here's my first note. I do have several notes. Like as Billy is in the process of proposing, Jessica is like rolling her eyes and shooting looks to her best friend Lee, who was also at the table. And I'm like, is she just like how is she over this guy already? Like, if right now they're just dating and she's like, oh, here he goes again. You know, like, mm, why is mm. this coming so early? You know what? So this is, a, there's a couple things about Lifetime movies that uh, if you're not as immersed yeah. in the LMU, you might not know. And I should have started you. I should have started by telling those to you. And that's on okay. me. So the most important one is that the kiss is the end. Um, mm. There will be this alluded to sexual tension of like, are they dating or aren't they dating for most of a movie yep. until the end when the one of the characters must do something to prove that this relationship they're in is a relationship and then they'll kiss. It isn't like we are in a relationship, the relationship is going poorly and now we're... It, they never follow a real timeline. It. It's always like they are a will they, won't they for the entire film and then when they kiss it comes after one of them does the, like the there's thing. already been yeah. a they're fighting and now will he prove himself it's like this all this drama happens before this person's even you're you've even kissed. got it okay okay but we're supposed to believe in the the magnetic pull of their love so much that they there's also a lot of moments where they'll start to kiss and somebody will walk in happens in every movie where they're like oh, thank god we didn't do that thank god we didn't <laughs> slip up and start this relationship we'll have to delay it for a bit longer so that's one that comes up a little bit later so they kind of buck the trend but the other one is that any any proposal that's happening at the beginning so if the person isn't already married or it isn't happening at the end as the solution that proposal is a problem okay it's never going to be a guy proposing and the woman ready to be they take advantage of the fact that they don't have to tell you what got them to a point where the man is ready to propose and the woman is openly rolling her eyes at him they they're like we don't have to do the backstory. okay yeah we can just right. start there You're right and so it can introduce a conflict that wouldn't logically make sense yeah. but you have to accept it. because it occurs in the first scene okay so that's why they that's why they did that thank you Go you're ahead. welcome um so they uh so then enter uh this oh by the way at that fancy dinner they're all eating kfc mm -hmm. talking about how delicious the food is um then uh enter this gray question mark haired uh mario lopez who is um harlan sanders um he this is i have a note i have a note here yeah could Mario Lopez not just dye his hair for this? It looks like they got one of those brushes that was like paint gray stripes through your hair. Yes. If it looks like he's using the Halloween, mm -hmm. like what you would spray in your hair if you were a witch. I've seen a lot of Mario Lopez lately. I actually can't remember if he's gray. Probably he's not, not, right? No. Can you look into it, Trav? I don't think he is. It's weird. I did just watch Feliz Navidad. I don't remember. <laughs> It's possible that he is gray and he still, he uses so much hair product that that's just what it looks like. Mm, but I think, I think it's so. that he just wasn't willing to either wear a wig or dye your hair gray. We already know you're dyeing it black. Do we? So it's like, he has to be. I don't know. He's not that old. Isn't he like... All his, fo all his photos are like, it's perfectly it's, black. Actually, like it's there's... so black. It's perfectly, I have little gray hairs. Like it's, I it's didn't like, need to It's like jet that. black. He's only 47. Yeah. Point is, 
if you're dying, yeah, but if you're going to have, you're going to have some grays by 47, especially the stress that man's been through. I mean, he had to deal with Zach for how many semesters? <laughs> but like you, you, if you're going to dye it black, then just dye it gray for the role, man. It just took away, I'm just saying, it took me out of it. What are you looking it at? It just pictures of Mario Lopez. It seems like he does well, have like touches. Not an athlete. Touches of gray in the sideburns there. All right. You know, maybe. Okay. Then I stand. So you think this was the right move? No, it, it looks terrible. It was like, how old are you supposed to be? I don't understand. Like, And this young woman is so taken by him. Yeah. She's so like, oh my God. Like, she's telling. Oh, I have some more information. Okay, go ahead. In, two, in 2011, he opened up about fatherhood and going gray. His hair is black in 2020. He's got to be dyeing his hair if, it's, if he said his hair was going gray nine years ago. But Ashley said she sees a little bit of gray in his hair. So she's arguing he doesn't hide it. I, th- I mean, so that's fine. It's a, you, know what? you know what? I would, if we may, I don't want to spend a, but another second on Kay. it. I would love to move on from Mario Lopez's hair. Kay. I'd love Mario Lopez to move on from his <laughs> hair, but that's a bigger wish. Uh, so this woman is completely taken by him. Um, she, it, she, she's like very convincing when you're watching it that she wants to sleep with him. Again, really good acting. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. Um, you kind of almost don't notice that it's based on absolutely nothing. Yeah. And that she's wondering if she should marry this man she's been with for long enough that he's proposing. And the thing that convinces her she shouldn't be with him is that she wants to bang this guy. Yeah. And we have to just call it what it is. They, uh, this is another Lifetime movie thing. A thing we would all normally acknowledge as sexual attraction, they acknowledge as love. Got it. So if she feels that pull that you sometimes feel, um, it's like you must follow. There's never a time where you're like, oh, he's really cute, but I'm happy and I'm in, it's just like everything is the thing. So she ignores a call from her boyfriend who has just proposed to her and she didn't answer. She ignores the call because she wants to continue. I imagine in her, in her mind having sex with a gray haired kind of Mario Lopez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty fascinating but anyway he's like a chef who who has a secret recipe that's gonna change the world but i have another note so he's not a colonel it seems like does that it does does that come later in the in the timeline i do believe i think this is his origin story right which is confusing because he's already gray people yes most people don't start at 70 yeah um, and, and then this continues to connect with Mario Lopez's hair. I wish it didn't. Yeah. But like, if we're doing the origin story of Colonel Sanders, why don't you just make him not gray? It's a great question. Because he can grow to be gray. Mm-hmm. Is it because you were worried that people would look at Mario Lopez and go, that's not Colonel not Sanders? Not my Colonel Sanders. That's probably true. <laughs> he doesn't look a lot like Colonel Sanders. No. But... Colonel Sanders is a fictional character. He could be whatever Mario Lopez is. That could be a thing. <laughs> Just get over it, America. Yeah. God. Um, I wrote, uh, he, the, then they run into, he goes for a walk with her, Jessica and Harlan. And she asks him a question that's like, what, tell me about the biography of, of Harlan Sanders. And he was like, well, I'd like to think it hasn't been written yet. But when it is, there'll be a chapter about my secret recipe changing the world. And it's like, what a dumb way to answer that question. She asked, obviously she was asking, what's up? What's your life been like? And you answered it by being like, I like, I I make chicken special. Mm. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's not, 
So what, did you go to school? Uh, are you married? It's very Alexander me, Hamilton. There's a million things I haven't anything. done. But what if, what did you in the yes. previous, what have yeah. you tell done? Tell me everything you have done um, so that I can just know. Because if one of the things is like, kill a guy, yeah. I'm probably out. Yeah. Because I'm about to throw away riches and a boyfriend that assumedly at some point I liked uh, because you like to make good chicken. I'm not saying I won't do it. It is good. I just would like, good I'd like to have a little more. Just give me a little bit more. Give me like a potato wedge of information about your life. Um, okay, so then they are walking back from their long walk and they run into Billy. And Billy says the funniest thing in the entire film. Beat it, crouton. <laughs> uh, which then they call back. He even at the end of the thing, after he gives this big long speech and they tell him to go away and get lost... Colonel Sanders fires back with, sorry, Harlan, pre-Colonel Sanders, fires back with, don't call me crouton. And then he leaves. <laughs> totally good interaction the two adults would have. I'm buying it. I'm in. I want more. So the girl, Jessica calls her friend who we saw in the first scene. The, I'm just going to say it, the only black guy at the Christmas table that they don't establish what their relationship is. And she keeps looking over at him and you're like, is this a friend? Mm. Who is this? Mm -hmm. Who is this man? We find out that he has to carry all of the minority weight of the, the well, I guess Mario <laughs> Lopez, but he's all, it's her black gay friend. Yeah. And uh, she calls him and he's waiting outside of a country club to go on a date. And he's talking about his date. And she is talking to him, granted at an inconvenient time, but she opens up about how she thinks she might love this other man she just met, and she might not want to marry this other guy, but that her mom has begged her to marry the other guy because it will save the family from debt. She tells that to her friend Lee, and Lee is like, you'll figure it out. I gotta go, though. My date's about to start at the country club. And it's like, Lee... What kind of a friend? Oh, no. See, I, I took Lee's side there. I thought it was a little bit on Jessica. Lee's like, oh, I'm literally in the car getting ready for a You're date. You're right. You know what? You know what? He did establish it before she yeah. told the story. You're right. You're right. It was weird of her. To be like, let me lay this on you right now yeah. as you're getting ready to go on a yeah. date. Yeah, and he, I thought they did a good job of being like, I hear you. Let's unpack that later. I'm going to go on this date, though. But in my head, I'm like... In a regular Lifetime movie, sometimes they'll have a character introduce a piece of information that you're like, why would they say that unless that's relevant? Mm -hmm. So with a 15-minute, uh, but then they end up, it's not relevant. It just becomes a thing <laughs> that a person said, and you're like, why did these say that? <laughs> so with a 15-minute Lifetime movie, I was super nervous when he said he was getting ready for a date at a country club because I was like, I bet we don't revisit that storyline. And it's like, what? Did they just want him to get her off the phone to make the short the scene shorter? What did, I started to feel cheated. Oh wow! And then come to find out, perfectly because it's the best because it's the best Lifetime movie they've ever made. As I think I'm comfortable saying now, it does become relevant because on this date. Well, so hold on. So she's like, I'm gonna go get in the shower. Another thing that I'm like, why would she say that if it didn't matter? It did matter. She needed to leave her phone alone on the bed so that her mom, who is always listening and always hears every conversation that's being had, can come in, pick up her phone, send a text to Billy and say, where are you? And Billy says, at the country club. But I don't think we see that it's Billy. We just see that she's like, I'll be right there, pretending to be her daughter. She, we see the mom go to the country club. Billy's there drinking. Seems a little drunk, but I don't judge. But as long <laughs> as he's not driving. And she's like, uh, what's up, Billy? 
um, you got to marry my daughter. She's she's whatever. And then we see the 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 friend walk in and sit down, and you're like, oh, the country club. He's there for a reason. <laughs> the mom had sex with Billy. Yeah, yeah. Heavily she's like, implied. remember. Remember the weekends that remember the weekend we had up in I don't know Napa. She said some location that makes you think of like a log cabin and and a fur blanket. And she's like, remember that weekend? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, we could have those all the time. Just take care of this guy because she that's what she had told him that she was falling for this other guy, and he couldn't believe it. He was like the cook, which he's a chef. Yeah, it felt derogatory to say cook. He's a chef. Show some respect. So, uh, so basically they, they hatch this plan, but all that this guy sees, what's his name? The friend Lee Lee, is the mom like smooching on Billy. So he's like, hmm. And he tells Jessica, like, we need to talk. So he goes over to her house. Uh, he goes to, oh wait, then we see Billy go to, um, wherever he, the other guy lives. This is so hard. I hate names. Harlan Sanders. And he like sneaks into his place and he's trying to find a secret recipe. And of course, it's like in the first recipe book he pulls out and it's folded up and it's like tucked in. <laughs> like that's actually the most obvious place to put something. If it's a secret, bury it on a page in the middle. Everybody knows that. But he finds the recipe and then Harlan walks in and he hides it and he's like talking to him and he says like uh, he tells him that Jessica said yes to the proposal, which isn't true, guys. Mm. He lies to him. Travis, I feel like you're not paying attention and I'm it's upsetting me. I'm listening. Are you enjoying it so far? I'm loving the details. Keep it going. What do you think's gonna happen next? Uh, I think he's gonna leave her. Who's gonna leave who, Trav? Billy. Nice. Well, it's not what happened. So Billy tells Harlan, please pay attention, that uh she said yes. And Harlan looks heartbroken, but he lets it show only a little bit on his chicken face. And then uh, and then he's like, she did? And he's like, yeah. And also blah, 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 secret recipe. And the guy's like, what do you know about my secret recipe? And then he cuts him a check for $500 or $50,000. For $500,000. And he was like, if you know what's best for you, you'll just take this money and disappear. And he gives it to him. Which is pretty nice. Yeah, it's not bad. I'd consider it. Again, given what we've seen of their relationship harlan and jessica it's like two conversations yeah yeah i don't want to be mean to jessica because every woman is a gem but i think the five hundred thousand dollars is is the move here <laughs> especially if you have a secret recipe for chicken yep. and especially if you need money to start a business yeah, i think so she seems lovely but also i mean she let somebody get to the point where they were proposing to her and she hated that person and so she was also considering marrying someone for money and i understand desperation drives you to a certain point which i wonder if that was the mom's long game i wonder if the mom screwed him so that she could always have that in her back pocket interesting which makes her very calculated but also it's like she did what she had to do to survive (laughs) i can see where she's coming from i don't agree with it but i at least understand it but I would take the $500,000 is what I'm saying. <laughs> so anyway, he doesn't. Uh, then we go to Lee who shows up at the mom's house, Jessica's house. And he's like, I want to talk to Jessica. And she's like, she's away right now. And Lee does the number one thing you're not supposed to do when you have information that you need to tell to Jessica mm-hmm. is he tells what he has to the mom. He's like, I know that you, I was at the country club. I saw you kissing on that boy. <laughs> 
And she's like, oh, okay, well, now I have to hit you with a baseball bat. Which, like, she does. She has to hit you with a baseball bat, Lee. What are you doing? I feel like it's Don't something it bougier. Up. It's like a croquet club or something. It could be. It probably <laughs> like is. A, You're absolutely uh, right. Polo so, mallet um, or something like that. It's clearly a golf club. You didn't it's watch it. A golf club, but you didn't. You no, but that's what it should be. Well, don't say clearly then. Facts are important, Trav. God. Yeah, not really. Um. So she bats him. I said in my notes. Uh. Then she bats him. She uh uh Harlan does the thing that you're hoping he'll do, mm-hmm. which is like, don't just take the money and go. Confront her first. Yeah. So he goes up to her and he basically is like, I hope you're happy, but I don't need your boyfriend's money. And he throws it back at her. And I'm like, now you've done the worst possible. You didn't stay with her. You didn't take the money and leave. You you didn't take the money and you well, left. Integrity. But integrity's not going to start you a, a chicken chain, okay? <laughs> integrity's not going to give us the 13 herbs and spices or whatever it is. Um, which I bet we could just guess. I, people must have tried to figure it out at this point. It's got to be figured out by now. It's like we're all kind of doing chicken good. <laughs> Stop talking about how good your chicken is. It is good. There's different kinds of good chicken, but there's a lot of good chicken out there. Come up with something new, like a Lifetime movie. I guess that's the move. (laughs) So the mom sees this interaction that the two of them have, because again, she's just everywhere. She's omnipresent. Um, They kiss, so you know it's going to end soon. Um, (laughs) And then the mom calls Billy and is like, we have a problem. So Jessica the next day tells the mom that she loves Harlan and that she's not going to marry the rich guy. And mom's like, didn't you hear? Harlan left. And it's like, no, he didn't. Why would he have left? They kissed or whatever. Yeah, they got their, they got their smurf sorted. They're good now. They, they kissed just started on the dating. They kissed. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they're basically married now in Lifetime lore. And so Jessica's all broken up about it and she's upset. Um... How does she find She's him? She's taking a melancholy part. walk and she hears like a door is slightly ajar or something and she hears noise coming from a, a cellar of some kind. She's like walking so through the garden. So she goes into the cellar. She goes into the There's cellar. There's blood on the sees... handle. I don't know yes, where that came right, from. That's right. That's right. Because nobody's bleeding. No one has bled this whole time. Hair's still gray. It's not even mushed mm-hmm. a little. It's not like coming off. It doesn't need to be retouched. He looks fine. But anyway, Mario Lopez is tied up in a chair and he's got... Uh, duct tape over his mouth and he does the least convincing like wah, 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 wah. It doesn't doesn't even sound like he's trying to say anything it sounds like he's going rah, 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 rah. <laughs> uh, but then we realize that Billy is in there with him Travis Billy is in there and Harlan is tied to a chair and somebody's bleeding somewhere Billy has a knife and it's like whoa a Billy's got a knife. knife like things are about to get crazy I think he's gonna kill him and Billy basically says like I am I'm gonna kill him and then her mom comes in and she's like, Mom, thank God you're here. Like, Billy's going to kill him. <laughs> and she's like, Billy, Lee got out. And she's like, Lee got out? What do you mean? And then Billy, she goes, kill him. And she, that's when she realizes, oh, my God, my mom is in on this? What's up? And then I think she notices that Lee, who got out, is hiding somewhere. And he's like, shush, I got this. And then he, uh, I forget now. Harlan uh, headbutts Lee. And that's the catalyst of like Lee, uh, no, headbutts Billy. Billy. And then like Lee jumps out. And then the mom, I think, picks up the knife. And then Jessica gets the croquet club or whatever it is and bats her mom. That's right. I think. I thought there was fire, but I think that might have just been in my head. Yeah, I don't think there's fire. (laughs) And then, uh, then you flash to one year later and they get married. And Lee officiated the wedding because they didn't want to pay for another extra. (laughs) 
And then at the end, you get a tease like there's more. Dun, dun, dun. We see that the mom is in a home of some sort because someone says like, Mrs. Whatever your name is, you have a visitor and it's Billy and Billy says, I found him and he eats a piece of chicken. Dun, dun, dun. Whoa, he found him. And I think what we've learned here today is that the only thing keeping Lifetime movies from being good is money. <laughs> because once KFC threw that sweet, sweet money at them, it was a pretty decent yeah. movie. Yeah, it was beautifully shot. Like the scenes were, like the sets were nice. It was insane and stupid. It was, yeah, it was great. But because of that, I'm like, I respect it weirdly. <laughs> it also feels like this might just be a network auditioning the concept of like, would you guys watch a sponsored movie? Would you guys huh. watch a movie that KFC paid for and playfully dabbles in KFC lore, but is entertaining? Would you watch this? Because I think if we would and we like it, they'd be like, all right, let's do the KFC hour-long movie. I want the Ronald McDonald like, origin story. I would I watch, watch the hell out of that. I will watch the hour sequel to this that they will inevitably release, and then... I'll probably stop. I won't watch the third one. But then when they pitch it to Meineke, is that even still a company? And you cut out when, when you said it. What'd you say? Meineke? The like oh, muffler place? The like guy that looks like the marshmallow man? No, that's, that's Michelin. Uh, Michelin. But I'll, I will, when they pitch the idea to Michelin, I will watch I'm Tired of Love. <laughs> because I won't care. Because... <laughs> Especially with this kind of content, Lifetime movies, it's like, oh, just sponsor it. Honestly, I don't. It feels corporate and you're not actually even selling anything. So just go ahead and overtly sell me something. I'm not going to buy it, but it'll make the movies better. So that's what I think that was for. And I want to tell Lifetime, if you're listening, yeah, it worked. It worked. We're fine with it. <laughs> I enjoyed that immensely. Um, I did too. What a treat of a movie. And I love An that we, treat. we talked about it for longer than the actual movie. <laughs> yeah. Could have told you that was going to happen. And I also don't think I summed the plot up well at I all. I lost it great. at the end. Oh. Um, the point is, we did it. Mm-hmm. We've now given so much time to KFC. I did. For free. Okay. Did you or did you not want to eat KFC after the movie? Because I did. No. I did. I didn't. I didn't. I just, yeah. I won't let capitalism get me. I won't. I, I won't be Dan, who after he watched the TikTok of the guy on the skateboard drinking cranberry juice out of the bottle and listening to Fleetwood Mac, the next day I walked out into the kitchen to see him listening to Fleetwood Mac and drinking cranberry juice out of the bottle, and I said, you're embarrassing me. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Ocean spray. What's up, Trav? Ocean spray. Are you coming in here to defend yourself? I'm, I'm not telling lies. Different days. You got a haircut. Don't. Your haircut looks so great. Look how handsome you are. I was crazy. What a handsome boy. I love I you, handsome boy. I was listening to Fleetwood Mac, and then there was another day I drank cranberry Okay. Juice. All right, sweetheart. You're right. The you record has been. Cr- I love you so much. You're very pretty. Lie. You're welcome. Dan uh, Dan has voiced his his side that I don't think you could hear. No, so that's fine. My side is. Oh, oh we could hear it. Joy. Uh, oh, boy. It's not what happened. Doesn't matter. Um. But let's not let this idiot talk anymore. Let's head on back over to Ashley Brayband for your Bachelorette update. Dude, I'm Ashley Brayband here with you. Oh, I just got so sad. Hi. Hi. I'm going to. Oh, my God. 
Oh my God. Okay. Here's, you know what I was thinking separate from this? Like when people say, hi, Katie, like in voicemails, just interrupt them and be like, hi. And then you can keep doing okay. that. Because that's a fun bit. I like it okay. a lot. I'm Ashley Brayband here with okay. your Bachelorette update. Hi. Hi. Okay, guys. If you remember, where we <laughs> left off was Taisha was on a two-on-one with Bennett, the Harvard pompous guy, and Noah, the former mustachioed, like, 24-year-old. Um, oh, is that Steve that I can hear? Or is that Dan? Doesn't matter. Then They're both men, and they're great, and we love them. Oh, no. Uh, it no. could be Dan. He's doing his radio show. I hope that doesn't happen. Keep okay, going. so we start uh we started the two on one and Bennett gives this whole speech about how he just he says the phrase love you up again and I'm like, can we stop with that? But he just wants to love Taisha up. Um I think uh, Travis, I'm curious on your thoughts on this, but like hearing him give essentially a monologue, like speak for a while uninterrupted was brutal to listen to. It was just like this is it's so annoying like he it's like somebody trying to sound smart but for an extended period of time it's just like oh dude shut up i put in my phone shut up and let her talk yeah like he wouldn't and that's travis saying that so he must have been talking a lot it was very very bad um so the it basically comes down to she says like bennett i really like the way that like you make you make me feel very special um and I really like you, but the way you speak to people is like condescending. And I don't know if I'm okay with that. Uh, Noah, I am getting to know you like more and more as a person. Uh, but I don't know if at the end of this, you're going to be ready for marriage. And so she basically says like, Bennett, unfortunately, I can't give you this rose. Let me walk you out. And she like walks him out. It's super awkward. He like can't process what's happening he's like is this really goodbye like i didn't see this coming he's like very like clearly confused and she's like that felt weird i didn't feel good about it like i didn't think i was going to be saying goodbye to him tonight so she goes back into noah and he's all smiling and she's like don't you smile like i don't know if you're gonna get the rose either i'm not comfortable giving this to you right now we're gonna wait for the rose ceremony noah did a good job of bringing up the way that he talks now he's worried that that's how he's gonna talk to Tasha if they're together yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Because he was like, you know, off camera or whatever, like Bennett, uh, like really speaks down to me and makes me, you makes you feel like less than. And he's like, I'm worried that at the end of this, if you guys en- end up together, he's going to make you feel that way. I'm just going to stay hydrated because my best friend told me staying hydrated is important. <gasps> Yay! And I can fill the airspace mm-hmm. because I'm another person that's doing this podcast with so you. So she goes on the group date. Um, there's only like... A couple guys left. Riley gives her a cake for their one week anniversary, which is nice. Zach framed a photo of like them from their wedding outfits photo shoot. Uh, it really struck me this episode just how many people she like pretty passionately makes out with in one night. But it was like Ben has to have an issues kissing her. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was a it was just a lot. Um, and then at the rose ceremony, Noah does get the final rose. So that means we say goodbye to Spencer, who was very handsome, but that's really kind of all we got out of Spencer. Ed, who was the worst. I don't know why he was still there. Um, and Damar, who I genuinely really liked a lot. I was bummed to see Damar go. So we are down to seven guys now, and I actually know all their names, which is great. Uh, it's Ben, Zach, that's Riley, huge. Brendan, that's a big moment. Ivan, Noah, and Blake. 
Okay, so JoJo shows up and is like, guys, it's getting real now. Hometowns are next week, which I am so curious to see how they do hometowns. They just bring the families to La Quinta. It's unclear. Uh, oh Zach gets very emotional and like cries for an extended period of time. It's just the thought of like this getting real and like Tasha meeting his family. Uh, and then Tasha goes on her one-on-one with Ben, which involves a lot of riding on scooters and like following clues to like the end date, which is like, you know, it's like a fun scavenger hunt. But then the end date is them just sitting on a bench, which <laughs> I was like, that's, that was the goal. That's where we're, that's where we're ending up. That's like, that's like a kid giving you a coupon. It's like an adult giving you a self-made coupon book for like three yeah. free massages. And you're like, did, did you, you not, get me something? Did you not yeah, do this yeah, until tough. today? That you forgot to tough. buy me something? Uh, okay. And they're one in the dinner portion, she's like, listen, Ben, you're acting like picture perfect all the time. I really need to get the new you, the real you. Like, I need you to open up. It's very important. And then it gets real and he tells her something that he's told literally no one, like not even his sister, that he had two like failed suicide attempts, like recently, like 2018, Damn. 2019, like real recent. I liked the phrase he used. I'm just, uh, I'm just uncomfortable with, with that being something, well, I guess if he hasn't told anybody, I was going to say like they, you shouldn't be, not that you can't be on TV, but you, that's not... It doesn't make me feel like that's the so best thing I for felt this the same right way now. until he said he has been very intentional and aggressive with therapy since then, and he was like, and I, he okay. was like, that I'm makes me okay feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, okay. Thank I just don't like the idea of us like exploiting, get, handing that to a bachelor producer is like, oh boy, you're gonna yeah. hope they're gonna be gentle I with it, and think, I don't think they are. I don't think he told them. It felt like this was the first time he was saying it out loud, which was like they recruited him like separate yeah. from that, which I made me feel okay. And then him yeah. saying like, hey, I've really put in the time on this, and I'm okay now, was like, okay. Wow. That's... And Tasha just responded with, it feels like such an adult season of The Bachelorette. Like her response was, I see you and I hear you. And then kept saying other stuff. But it was just like, this is so, this is like actual communication. This is so nice to watch. Um, and that she said, I truly love Ben. Not to his face, but she did say that in her like confessional. Side note, they did one of those like, private concerts you know after dinner they like go stand there while like a couple people like sing song it's always uncomfortable does anybody if you're out there <laughs> and you like that can you just like somehow get in contact with us to let us know because Mm-mm. i want i'm not gonna judge you i just want to per- my theory is that yeah. nobody likes this and so why know. does it continue really to be a thing that we're also, doing yeah who the hell is adam hambrick is that this? Is that the artist? <laughs> yeah, she was like Adam Hambrick's here. And I'm like Hambrick sounds like something you'd call spam. Like that's not a name, but also don't name shame Katie. He can be named whatever he wants. Point is, why are we doing this? Like a a a, mar- a mariachi band? Like no disrespect to those gentlemen, maybe gentlewomen, and no. what they oh. do. But uh, has anyone ever been like, Let them I know love I'm enjoying it and appreciate it. Yeah. How loud this music is and how much I have to like look at them and smile, but also like eat my food. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like <gasps> I'm, I'm um, oh performing eating a meal for them. Let's pause. I'm like, they're looking at me and I'm like, hey, I have to do something back because you're doing a song. <laughs> Let's pause because I think our famous guest is here. We were trying to lock this down. We were told his schedule was really packed, but it looks like he's coming in now. And so everybody, you 
we've waited hey, for it forever. Mm. Here he is. Who is this? Austin Braband. Yeah. What do you want to say to Kiki? Hi. She can see your headphones. She can see them. Hi. How are you? Oh, is this stuck? I, I got you. I got so well with I like your headphones. ears. What is it? Oh. Marshall ears? No. Fire. Oh, there you is fire on, your on the sides right there. Because he's the... He's the fire pup from Paw Patrol. He drives fire. the fire truck. Fire! Your headphones are you on fire! Keep them on. You can hear her, right? Oh. You can hear her. You can hear them, right? Is he can your... You f- oh, them? well, bye, Austin. Took his headphones off. He just ripped them off his head. Yeah. What kind can is Can you it? hear me? A carnotaurus. A carnotaurus. What's that? Is that a dinosaur? <laughs> That's the roar. Ashley, are you doing the interview or am I doing the interview? Let's get on the Sorry, same page here. I, I think tra- you I'm should the, do it. I'm you do it. The translator. You do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, you got to hold it up so she can see. See this picture right here? That's what she can see. Show me so what make it sure is. she can see it. What's that a one? Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus? Yeah. Is that the noise a Stegosaurus makes? Oh, <gasps> wow. Is a stegosaurus a carnivore or an herbivore? A herbivore. That's, I actually don't know if that's true. Ash, is that true? That's true. Ash says that's true. true. We all know that. And they don't let you, you know, turn 10 until you prove you know that. So it's a good thing you have that useless knowledge, you smart boy. Who's that? A gigantosaurus. Gigantosaurus. He looks like a T-Rex. Gigantosaurus, yeah. But he's not a T-Rex, and I trust you. It. Nice I'm catch, Mom. Hey. What? Um, do you, even if Mommy and Kiki don't work together anymore, <gasps> are you still going to love her? Stop it! What if he says no? Ashley! No. Oh, who's this one? Oh. He jumped on that grenade. <laughs> hey, you got you to gotta say more interesting stuff. No, than this, no he's doing effect. perfectly. <laughs> Kiki's uh, Kiki's just a little rattled right now. Stiggy Mollick. Stiggy Mollick, yeah. Stiggy Mollick? That sounds mm-hmm. like a, yeah. a member of One Direction. Not that one yet. Not that one yet. I'm oh, sorry. That reveals for later, I guess. You didn't spend enough time with Stiggy Mollick. <laughs> Ooh. It's the carnival and when the Cretaceous period. Wow. The Cretaceous period? Yeah. No. What? How, what, how do you say it? Cretaceous. Cretaceous. Ashley, I was Cretaceous. not that far off. The way you reacted was like I couldn't have been crustaceous. more Cretaceous. It's Cretaceous. Crita- I put an extra S in. I know, but a crustacean is different. You're different. I know. Oh, no. <gasps> That's really good, Austin. Who's this? A pig stuff a pachycephalosaurus. Try it again. He was. Uh, you're not going to give him notes. He could probably spell. Probably. It. <laughs> I couldn't. I P A C H Y. That's as far as I'm going to go. Nice. Yeah. Good job. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen Jurassic I'll Park. I'll go get some more. You're going to go get more dinosaurs. Can Daddy bring some while you talk to talk to Kiki and Travis? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you want to say? Can you um, tell us I'm about? I'm going to talk to Travis. You want to talk to Travis? Ooh. Hey, what's up, Austin? How are you? Um. I have dinosaurs. <laughs> this one is a stegosaurus, <laughs> and this one is a pet, and this one is a stegosaurus, and this one is a 
Gigantosaurus. Which one's your favorite? One is a Carnotaurus. My favorite is the Carnotaurus with the cell claws. Do you have a name for it? What do you call it? I don't have a name. You should name them. Who do? What do you call the Tyrannosaurus? T Rex. But what you call, sometimes you call him Rexy. Yeah. And this is a Triceratops. Mm, that's my favorite. And T-Rex. Who's this one? Ah. It's, they don't have to be standing. Hey, Austin, do you have a Brontosaurus anywhere in there? No. But what kind of looks like a Brontosaurus? Excuse me, I think Austin and I were talking, Katie. Okay, sorry. Oh, you're right. No, that's a Brachiosaurus. That's a Brachiosaurus, yeah. This one is Cyracosaurus. Cyracosaurus. This one is... Oh, jeez. Steve's just bringing in more <laughs> That's another dinosaur. Is, is this dinosaur? one set? No. Yeah, it is. That's a dinosaur. No. <laughs> yes, it is. Wait, I... Yeah, it is. <laughs> no. It's a daily driver. A daily driver. Who's driving it? Goofy. Austin, oh, is, a is Goofy a... What animal no. is Goofy? Bring that back to my room. <laughs> That's Goofy from Disney World. <laughs> no! <laughs> Look! Look! It has two legs. Goofy has two legs. What kind of animal is Goofy? Goofy! Goofy is not an animal. He's not? He's anamorphic? Yeah. What's yeah. up? Yeah. Ma Austin, Austin, how oh, old are you? Talking. You just threw Goofy on the floor. Okay. <laughs> Old enough to know better, hey, but Austin. young enough not to care. That wasn't a dinosaur. Austin, I have a question for you. If mommy starts a new podcast, oh, do you want to come do a segment on it called Ask Austin? Um, I do bring another toy. Okay. Well, it looks like a dinosaur. So is that a polite decline? I think Austin doesn't feel comfortable uh, promoting in such a blatant and obvious way and exposing your child. You said I got Being two exposed. more. You're exposing you your said child. Two more. Stop exposing. Listen, I got to capitalize on the content. <laughs> it's brilliant. Can, I have brilliant. a question for you. What? Uh, what's your? What is daddy? What's your? Is it a dinosaur? Answer mommy's question. What's your favorite thing about Kiki? Um, playing with her. Yeah. Should she come over for Christmas Eve dinner? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Yes. Fine. Okay. Fine. <laughs> you win. I'm defeated. It's a dinosaur. Then what kind of dinosaur is it? A brontosaurus. A truckosaurus? No, it's a monster truck. Oh, also on the ground. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Don't get nothing out. Let's do some rapid fire questions. What is your favorite movie? Um, Dinosaur. <laughs> Could have saw that coming. <laughs> What's your favorite TV show? Uh, a dinosaur. Yeah. What's your favorite song? Um, what? Dinosaur. The, the very loud. He said dinosaur song. Get him. Just don't yeah, stop did. banging the dinosaurs on the table because then people can't hear his answers that are so cute. There it is. You can hear that, folks. You're welcome. <laughs> Brought to you okay, clearly. They got to stop stomping. It's ruining the sound, okay? No more stomping. Uh, what's your favorite color? Um, 
color of dinosaurs? No. <laughs> Please don't editorialize, Mom. Sorry. Um, I like... Stop doing that, silly goose. Oh. I like, um, brown. Brown. Kind of the color of dinosaurs. Can I go get another dinosaur? Please. Please. What do you want um, Santa we'll to bring you for Christmas? Now. What do you want Santa to bring you for Please. Christmas? Austin, I'm not talking to you. What do you want Santa to bring you for Christmas? Um, tracker. Tracker. What show is he What's from? Tracker. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Don't pull that out. Daddy, come on. Austin, what's your favorite football team? Um, the Eagles. That's right. That's my boy. Did they win last night? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Did the Steelers win? No. No. That was a bummer, huh? What's your favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas. Yeah, it's a good one. Hey, Austin, can you tell your mom, what do you love about your mom? I'm playing with her. Yeah. Mm. Daddy, come on. Yeah, Steve, come on. Say, Daddy, you're Daddy. slow. Come on. Oh, no, don't turn that the way up. Oof, that's going to go loud. What? I think we got enough. I think we got enough toys, dude. Hey, can you stop? Can you stop my silly little toy? I don't like this toy yeah. Say you gotta say goodbye. Be unplugged it. Say goodbye. I'm You gotta go fast, bud. I love you. Um, I want. Um. Go ahead. Say goodbye. What do you want, buddy? Goodbye. No, go ahead. Say it into the microphone, sweetheart. You're okay. Hey. Goodbye. Goodbye, Austin. Love you. Well, you mean it. You are pretty stinky. It's very funny. I love you. I was trying to Kiki. You told, you told Kiki she was a poopy stinky. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Austin. I love you, bud. Bye. Bye. That dinosaur roar, man. It's a roar. It's very, it's oh. very, it, you know, rattles me to my core. Gotta roar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Trav, you did a good job there, bud. You handled it really well. Uh, Ash, did you, were you done with The Bachelorette? Is there more? Uh, there is more. We gotta go fast. No, we don't. I just uh, want you to hear these voicemails. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Where did I, where did we stop? Uh, okay. So, yeah. She truly loves Ben. That's great. Okay, so they go <laughs> on a group date. Uh, I did have a question for you, Katie. She was wearing a tank top with, like, very visible bra straps. Is that a thing that's okay I now? guess so. I, I I'm, like, I'm, I'm, if to I can answer your question with a question, why would you ask me? Because you're a lady and you're more well versed in fashion than Travis or which I. is just saying how low the bar is for well versed in fashion on this podcast. Uh, I I would do. I think I've seen people doing it in a way that certainly is a statement, which has given me cover to do it. Out of laziness. Convenience. I'm, yeah. I'm offended, okay. though, that you act like I don't have any, like, taste Trav, anything. Trav, I didn't want to do this to you. You've been wearing the same t-shirt for the last three podcasts. That's not true. It's absolutely true. I believe that you washed it. But don't step to these streets if you're not ready to throw down, okay? <laughs> don't jump in here with, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fashion expert. Why don't you give me credit when we've seen but one shirt? 
Okay? No, that's not true. I have I love four you I mean. basically the same of these. Yeah, I, you're, I believe you because I also have one of those NBA Jam shirts, and I know they made them in multiples, but I will say, doesn't change my thesis if you say you've been wearing an NBA Jam shirt with different faces on it the last three times I've seen you. Fashion expert. Fashion expert. So the group date, <laughs> the group date was um, a, a good old-fashioned lie detector test. Uh, oh, just to be clear, was... I have uh, changed my shirt right before this podcast to specifically not be caught in this situation. <laughs> I am no better than anybody. I have actually not washed and just worn for like six days straight. So, sorry, go ahead. There's no judgment. Uh, so they do a lie detector test where it's like green, you're telling the truth. Red is a lie and orange is like indeterminate. And my first uh, issue is that they're treating all of the orange like inconclusives as like wrong answers because there weren't Give me an any. example. Like n- nobody lied. So they'd be like, are you ready for Tasha to meet your family? And like, or the orange light would light up and they'd be like, <gasps> it, you're it's like, that was also, inconclusive. It's not like he lied. Also, if he said no and it wasn't a lie, would they be more, like, if, it, if it's it, it saying was, it can't tell, it means that it's not working. You're right. I'm, I'm realizing it's that's your point. It's like, yeah. inconclusive doesn't mean he wasn't right. It means he didn't lie or might not have lied. It means he was just talking and the machine doesn't work. Yeah, but the whole interpretation yeah, was like they got no he's not telling the full truth. It's like well, a that's gray unfortunate area. because like, well, it's not a gray that's area. unfortunate because normally lie detector tests are so reliable and accurate. I'm kidding; they're absolutely useless and they don't do anything. They asked Riley about it, who's a lawyer, and he was like, "I don't allow my clients to do it because they, they don't does. work. They never work, and all they can really do is incriminate you because you can't prove you didn't know something. And if hearing somebody say words to you that make you nervous makes it look like you're lying, it's it, they don't work. They're not real. All they do is so give Maury our- something to do. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so that was the whole thing. The big takeaways from it were uh, Zach has cheated. She was like, have you ever cheated on someone? And Zach was like, yes. Uh, they asked Riley to state his name, and he stated his name, and it was an orange answer. So it's like his name wasn't his name. Mm. Uh, and then in like the second half of the group date, she kind of like confronts everybody over like the gray area questions. And we find out like Ben cheated on his first girlfriend in sixth grade by like French kissing another girl at Bolarama. That's a good, so that's a good like save by him. It was like when he was really young, good save there, Ben. We know that it was like two years ago, probably. You think? Alleg- I don't know. I allegedly. I'm speculating okay. here. Nice. Really good. See, Travis, that's gross. You knew to throw in an alleged. It's perfect. I'm so proud of you. I'm working. That was good. But they and like they pitched you. the whole episode as like Ben cheated. Tasha confronts him. She storms off. Like that was the whole big drama of it. And he was like, No, it was in sixth grade. And then they make out and they admit that they're falling in love with each other, which is the first time she said it to anybody. I hope you can hear Austin's running around okay. downstairs. Um, and then Riley admits that the reason he was weird about his name is because he was born as Dwayne and then like did a legal name change when he turned 18 and like because he was under custody of his dad and then like got a relationship with his mom and wanted to start a new slate it was like a whole very interesting backstory that shows you know his growth as a human but it was like really emotional for him to talk about it so there wasn't really anything nefarious uh everybody was very open she had great conversations with everybody and so she was like this is going to sound weird but I don't want to like minimize anybody's vulnerability by giving one person a rose 
and like saying that you opening up meant more than that person opening up because I got like I made a lot of progress with people so I'm not going to give it out so you can tell people are upset but like I don't know I feel like she communicated it well and then as she's walking back to her dun, room dun 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 she opens a gate and here's hello Tasha. whoa 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 and like the gate slams on her which was the funniest moment of the whole episode and Bennett is back why so it's a great question they go to talk and he's like i spent all day going over and over in, in my head our parting he said our our parting and he was like i realized i had to tell you that i love you he's like i straight up love you he didn't say it as colloquially colloquially it's as tough. This. it is tough uh, he speaks in his very annoying way, but like she had felt weird about the way they say goodbye. And then he comes back and she's like, I wanted somebody to show up. He shows up, he comes back. No one has said, I love you to me in so long that it clearly meant a lot to her. And she believes he's not saying it like just to say it. And he's like, I'm not expecting anything of you. I don't want to put you on the spot, but like, if you wanted me to stay for you, I would be happy to stay and like, see where this could go. I just had to tell you how I was feeling. I didn't know if I'd ever see you again. And so she's like, I need to think about it. Like, give me the night and then I'll decide. And like the preview makes it seems like she tells him to stay. No. Hold on a second though. You're forgetting the biggest part of it. He went in for a kiss. Oh, that's the best part. I did write that down. She goes, you can give me a hug. And they go like hug. And he leans in and she goes, "Uh, no, nice try. And I'm like, that should have been what made her go. Like, it's a no then. Um, I just told you I'd consider it. And you're already trying to take more from me. This isn't happening. No. Mm -hmm. Man, you can't read a room, dude. Yeah. And if, you know, you asked me to predict what would happen next week, uh, I'd say she goes on the one-on-one with Blake. I want you to predict what happens in the season. Who's going to win? Oh, God. Also, before you predict, do you feel like the trailer was a spoiler? Uh, I, yeah. Do you think we can say that? I don't want to. Because they they have like a... I know people that don't watch trailers or previews Mm -hmm. for the next episode. So they had a men tell all. There's like two days of it next week. It's Monday and Tuesday and they have a men tell all and you see a shot of somebody in the like group of guys in the men tell all, which is guys that she said goodbye to. And we don't, we haven't not seen her say goodbye to that person. Yet. Oh man. So I don't want to spoil it, but pretty sure that guy's gone. That would home. be a crazy mistake for them to have made. Yeah. Like they're usually very careful yeah. about that. So I don't know. Maybe it, they, I, I don't, maybe they brought him back just specifically to like confront other people. Interesting. Or if they kept them all in quarantine before this episode, mm. which is would explain why Bennett is still technically there. Uh, and so they bring him out just to fight. I don't know. But yeah. So I don't think she's keeping Blake. What? Uh, who's going to win? <sighs> I feel like it's going to be Zach. I was going to say Ben. You think Ben? I want it to be Ivan, but I don't think it was. One of the things I thought was shocking is she went full. She called him Benjamin on one of the, like, when they were on the one-on-one. Like, they felt like a little extra. Yeah. She, I mean, but she hasn't said that to him yet. She said, like, I truly love Ben to camera. But she said, she said to Zach's face, I'm falling in love with him. I believe believe it more if it's to camera than if it's to him. Oh, that's interesting. I think to him, you're just like trying to, I do that sometimes where I get stuck. I don't tell people I love them. I don't want to be, I want to be perfectly clear, but you get stuck in like trying to make that person happy. 
And then you're like, yeah. oh, I don't, oh, shoot, I don't mean this, but I, ooh, oops. Oh, that's interesting. Because one of his questions was like, could you, on the lie detector test, like, could you see yourself falling in love with Tasha? And he's like, well, I, I might have already. Like, he didn't, like, clearly know how to say yeah. it. And so then in there one-on-one time, he was like, I wish, I hated today because I feel like I should have told you that in a more intimate setting. Like, I didn't like how I said that and all these other people were around. Like, I wanted to... And she's like, well, I'm falling in love with you too. So it could have been. Yeah, what you said. but it but it sounds like, like it might she not felt have been. The I don't know. To reciprocate. I don't know. They genuinely really get along. They really get along. But yeah, I think Ben and and Zach are the front runners, and Br- Brendan may be a sleeper pick. Okay. I'd like those are the top three. No, you're out on Brendan. Brendan, I can't. Like he's got these sad eyes that I just feel I can't get past. Like he just doesn't. No, doesn't do anything can't for me. Past his sad, sad eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that when they have some more, because they had very, they had the first one-on-one. So I think when they have some more one-on-one time, like she'll remember what she really liked about him. Like he'll move back up. You know what I mean? Can I come on your podcast and like we do updates there? Oh man. I don't know if that, I don't know. I, it doesn't feel like that's the kind of, you know what I mean? Like. If I'm just giving people advice and I'm going to be like, let's take a break and talk about the Bachelorette. Like, that doesn't make much sense. I'm, I'm I mean, this podcast, is called, this podcast is called Sports and we barely ever. It's a fair point. I think if we didn't have to, we wouldn't. Like, we would when it's super, super, super interested us. But I think we would just forget to. So, I don't know. Start as, but you can't blow it up until you try it being yeah. one way. So, do it. But let it be whatever it wants to be. If it's there mm-hmm. just for you, then it's, then use it however you want to. Maybe I'll write, okay, I'll like try to recruit somebody to write a question about like, dear Ashley, what you think about The Bachelorette? This hey, great question. I can do, Thanks what if you asking. had a person who did voices who was willing to help you out and could pretend to be multiple people and every week people would just go, was that one, Katie? Or was that, was that actually a person named Svetlana? Oh, Svetlana, classic. Anyway, that was your last oh. Bachelorette update. Doodly do. Doodly do. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is uh, so. I uh, let's do voicemails. So I um, I told you I that a lot of people called, and this has been happening since we announced that you were. I don't want to say leaving because this was not a choice, but you were not going to be here, and uh, and and I wanted you to hear some of them, and so uh, I don't know. It doesn't really need setup. Trav, why don't you just play that first one? Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Travis. Um, this is Lindsay uh, from South Jersey. While, mo- while normally people come on and ask a question, I just want to say thank you to Ashley for being part of this community. I've been a loyal listener from day one. I remember all of this, the brackets from third month crazy time, my personal favorites, was the Disney one and the obscure college mascots, Go Dewey Ducks. Uh, the conversations between Ashley and Katie feel like ones I would have with my best friends. So I'm, so thank you for letting me into this relationship. Ashley, I hope nothing for the best for you, Steve, Austin, Aaron from Older Pods, and Ray. May the force be with you and go birds. Love you. Mean it. I love this voicemail so much um, because you... It was a th- that was Lindsay. Yeah, that's Lindsay. Thank you, Lin- thank you, Lindsay. I'll let you know when the names are. You'll know. Um, that so uh, <laughs> I it, there were so many like this where you could 
tell, and I don't want to assume anything about Lindsay, but you could just tell it was an emotional thing to call in and say what they were going to say. And there were a couple, I'm like, they, I think they wrote that down to make sure that they were able to express to you exactly how they feel and exactly what you mean to them. And it was a, a theme through a lot of these. And when I heard it, it like affected me greatly. Uh, and so I wanted to make sure you heard that. Do you remember when you legitimately used to get my son's name wrong? Like for real, for real? That, like once. <laughs> and now it feels so icky to say because it's like, how could you possibly? But I don't, I have, I'm a name. I called Travis Trevor. It's, I I, it's bad. It's very bad. Uh, it's not my uh, best quality. It's embarrassing. But yes, uh, yes, I remember and and now I love Aaron so much, and I'll <laughs> never do that again. Oh man, that's <clears throat> like she even said from Thank earlier you. pods. I think she needed to make it clear that like we know his yeah. name out now. Yeah, we know his name now. Thank you, Lindsay. May the force be with you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trav, play the next one. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Travioli. This is nice. Travioli, Tennessee. Ashley, I just wanted to thank you. Um, thank you for being such a light in this world. Um, and thank you for being such a wonderful role model and showing us how to be unapologetic when we snort laugh. <laughs> uh, we will miss you, but, <laughs> you know, you're going to go do some great, great things. Um, we love you and we mean it. I love you and I mean it. Bye. <laughs> oh man I don't think I have enough tissues I, ugh. thank you Lexi I love you and I mean it I really do and I will say like normalizing snort laugh is, is something I'm very <laughs> proud of it's not something I thought that would ever like fall on my shoulders but you know what you know what's funny? Um, it's not funny. It's kind of sad. But like when we first uh, started doing this, I was so afraid uh, to speak because I didn't like want to ruin the podcast or like ruin your brand <laughs> at ESPN. And I did that on my own. You knew I was going to do that on my own. Stop. And I and uh, I remember reading somewhere. I don't know if it was a review or if it was Twitter. Somebody was like. God, the producer's laugh needs to stop. She's laughing all the I time. I remember that day. I, like, I remember that day. I I hate. Ugh. I hated that person because I remember how much that affected you. And it's just it's I don't. It's crazy now that it's like it went from me being afraid, afraid to even laugh to like being very well known for a snort laugh just because like the, everybody who listens to this podcast is like. It's not just like accepting, it's like encouraging. It would have helped know? if Katie would have snorted from time to time too to help you out, but you did it all by yourself. <laughs> well, we didn't, I mean, like I, I barely smoked, I barely smoked. <laughs> I barely spoke. I was so afraid to speak. So like she didn't have anything to react to. I would just be like, mm, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. And then when I didn't feel like she was giving enough like build up to something, I started doing drum rolls and she's like, you don't have to do that. I'm like, but it needs like a little little climax you know what I mean and it's I don't know it's if 
if people are unapologetically themselves, it's because you guys like helped me be that. I wouldn't, if I, if more of the comments and the feedback was like, tell this woman to shut up. Like, why is her son speaking on this sports podcast on ESPN? <laughs> but instead everyone's just like, hell yeah, do it, be you, you know, like it's okay. And not only is it okay, like, do we like it? And it was, I don't know. It's, it's been a very, um, transformative experience for me so thank you Lexi for that how many of these do they're we not all they're not all just like we love you Ashley some some are actual questions Travis the next one's a question so can you play that one hey Ashley Katie and teenage um this is Rachel from Houston I've been putting out this voicemail because I really don't want to ask it but I asked Jay the same thing when he um left the pod and so, actually, this question is for you, two parts. Um, what will you miss most about podcast? I know it's obviously very hard to choose just one thing, but if there's something that you might miss the most, um, I can. I assume it's going to be just the community and um, being with your best friend all the time. But um, And then what is something from this experience that you will take away for your next endeavor? Um I'm still really bummed. I didn't want to cry during this voicemail, so I'm just going to hang up before I do that. All right. Uh, love you guys. Mean it. Bye. She sammed it, just so you know. <laughs> she found a way to <laughs> She said, let it. me list all of the possible things. Um, I mean, I, I, I said this up top. Like, being able to talk about things you love, whether they're sports or stupid shows or your uh bowel movements or nice. your you. dogs or your kids or just your life um with your best friend and like have that be a job is like a crazy experience you know like obviously katie and i have had so many so many conversations not on the podcast but something about this format has made us, I think, each a little bit more conscious about what we're saying, kind of forces us to to think through our feelings and our thoughts on things in a way that um, you wouldn't if you were just sitting next to each other at your cubicles um, because, like, Stephen A. Smith and, like, Mike Greenberg took all the offices. Uh, like that. Allegedly. Like that, I, I, I mean, they... I'm just covering my butt. You go off, queen. Um, I'm just saying, you like, I'm glad you got a cubicle next to me. Like, that that changed everything, you know? Like, we, before I came to New York, like, we would have our longest conversations in person on the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, everything was, like, over text or, like, phone sometimes. Never email. God bless you. But, like, (laughs) the podcast was, like, a real, it was an opportunity every week for us to just figure it out together and like that's and for again people to not only hear gosh okay hold on let me go back one step I remember when we had Mina on the show and she legitimately said on air like ESPN puts this I know I think about it all (laughs) the time I'm like she's right "Ah." I mean yeah I guess and for people to not only like not get mad about that, but embrace it and embrace our weirdness and like our friendship has been incredible. It's been absolutely incredible. And um, 
like these are just such good people and I, I again I know I said this at the beginning but like the community like I'll still be part of it I'll still like support you and everything you do and and the people who have become our friends um but it's like not not being able to interact with people directly is is going to be tough so I mean that's why I started the Dear Ashley. Oh, should I save it for the end? I'll save it for the end. Oh, I thought we were already uh, at the max, but I'm... I'm you said... No, you're... Oh, maybe. I mean, you did just it. essentially do it and not do it, but I respect your hustle, and so I'll give you one more. <laughs> um, and I think the, uh, the biggest thing that I'm going to take away... Not the biggest thing. One of the things I'm going to take away is that... I, I also remember when we started, I would, I would freak out because it, it wasn't, like, timed. It wasn't, like a tight 45 that had like segments and like natural transitions and like, Hey, we should really probably only spend like seven minutes on like the friendly banter. And then we should like produce it like a TV show. Um, and just being, having to be able to like run with it and roll with it. It was hard for me because I am a very regimented person. Um, but I think that you can, I have learned to, um, find beauty in the imperfection of it all and joy in living it out with other people. (laughs) Like knowing other people are on this ride and we genuinely never know where it's going to go. (laughs) Like it's it's just like, let's see what happens. Our lives would probably be easier if we knew where it was going to go. We just, um, we can't, we just keep going like, I don't know what's next. Well, I think part of the, like the TV show was because you were a single talent, a solo talent. Oh, also a singular yeah, talent. That now was the compliment you wanted to give. I'll take it. <laughs> it's like almost the entire thing was scripted because we never had guests. By us. Very rarely the, had so guests. So people who might be thinking that means that we were saying stuff other people wrote. It was scripted a lot by us. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's like everything was like, it was very pinpointed and what we were saying and when we were saying it and it had that mm. regiment that this podcast was like we'd get to it and we'd be like Whew. it was like our exhale every week like okay here's just our chance to we can't pr- we don't have any energy left to produce this Let's it was when we started saying that, like when you were sick every day and we started just being like ashley's sick ag- ashley's sick again i don't we can't explain it <laughs> that was like i think the tipping point to when we finally were like Stop trying to hide that everything's a mess behind the scenes yeah. and tell everybody yeah. what a mess it is so that they feel better about the mess yep. in their life and you'll feel better about your mess. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, really when we hit the ground mm. was when we were just opened our closet door and we're like, look. Take a look. This is what <laughs> everything's on the we're floor. We're not. We keep waiting. We're trying to wait till this is organized to show it to you. And now we're realizing <laughs> the only way to organize it is to show it to you guys and organize it in front of you like this is I'm never gonna clean this it's like I just need you to see that it's a mess so I can get to work yeah and now it's so that's cool that's the coolest part I think yeah I think that's the greatest part but that's I think it's a very valuable lesson for both of us yeah um and it's absolutely something that I will that I will take with me when I pass I pressed in the most Jeez piece. Louise. Uh, in the most piece. Did you appreciate, though, at least that that was a question for you to answer? Yeah. Because Rachel just yeah. a- asked a question. She didn't go on and on. Rachel did not go on and on about you. Trav, you play the next voicemail? Hey, uh, it's Rachel from Houston. I just put the voicemail, you know, sorry. 
Um, but I just want to answer the question that I asked. Um, I didn't want to spam it, but the moment I'm going to miss is just, I remember listening to the first episode of this podcast when it first aired and, like, hearing Katie, but also, like, hearing this girl named Ashley, and I was like, who, who is this? And just the chemistry y'all had and just how funny you both were, um, even in episode zero, I thought was really awesome. And so that dynamic, I just, I know you guys are doing your best, and this is not what we all wanted, but I just want to let you know that I appreciated this podcast and everything for the past almost three years now. So um, I don't really know what I'm going to do without it, without y'all, but I will still be here for you. And whatever you go next, Ashley, I will be there too. All right. Love you guys. Mean it. Bye. Thank you, Rachel. <clears throat> uh, that was a weird sound that just came out. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard it. It sounded like a blast. You're like, but like from my throat. <laughs> it's the emotion just escaping every hole in your body. Just like a bubble of it. Well, not every hole. Jeez. Well, you farted. You did a sad fart. I heard it. We all should acknowledge it. It would be weird if we just let it sit in the air. No, a sad fart would be like a. Yeah. I think that was my chair. It wasn't her. Yeah, that was the leather couch. I love that now that you have a mic, you are the loudest person on this podcast. I don't know if that's just in my headphones or what. but I do That's my goal. Uh, I have a that's feeling that if there are a lot of men out there listening to this right now being like, uh-oh, am I the only one? No, there's a lot of men who call in and leave voicemails to this podcast. You know that if you've listened throughout history. But I, there, it, they, they are, there are a couple that also called and gave their emotions. I wanted to make sure they were represented because representation is important. Trav, can you play the next voicemail, please? This person does not have a name, though. Hi, Ashley. I wanted to call and thank you for all of the laughs and um, joys that you've brought to the podcast. I'm really disappointed that you, unfortunately, can't be doing it anymore, but I'm so glad that you were on this. It made my day whenever I got to hear you laugh and not snort like a, um, or snort at all when Katie did something funny or Jay or Travis or whoever did something funny. I just really appreciate everything you provided to the podcast. I'm really disappointed you have to go. Thank you so much for everything. Genuinely love you, mean it. Best of luck to you. Hope everything goes well from here on out in the rest of your future. All right, bye. That's very sweet. Let's name it. Okay. Um, he sounded like a um, Ryan. I was, I was thinking Michael. Okay. I was thinking Nathan. Your heart. Nobody. A Nathan. Nathan. Bellowing. Ash, you pick. It's up to you. <laughs> the fart from your couch when you move back was just comedic for me. I hope that everybody heard it. It was another sad fart. Uh, that's I like Michael was my instinct. We'll stick with Michael. Thank you, Michael. That really means so much to me. He felt so genuine. It felt like he was like, well, got to, you know, I crossed a thing off my to-do list and I went to the grocery store and now I have to call and let this woman who hosts a podcast know that, like, <laughs> this sucks. I'm very disappointed that this is how things are going and I, I'm not happy with it. And I really enjoy you and I think you'll do great. Goodbye. <laughs> it was just like, okay, and now I've done that. Like, yeah. it was just, a, it seems like a, the my main takeaway from listening to all of these voicemails and bawling my eyes out is, like, it's crazy how much you've become a part of people's lives in a way that they're like they did what to ashley that's not cool like you you it's you are touching people in a way that is remarkable and i and appropriate and, and wildly inappropriate children is it appropriate no it's wildly in, you're touching people inappropriately 
I'm glad we can finally talk about it. Uh, I think we have a, a voicemail from another guy next. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Trent. This is Jay, long-time listener. First-time caller, Katie. I like the incoming message. Didn't know about that. It's fun. What? Uh, I know this is Ashley's last pod, so I wanted to call with a question for just her. Sorry, Katie and Trent. Um, so my question for you, Ashley, is how do you do it? Like, how are you so goddamn good? You are an incredible person, producer, friend, mom, wife, and not to mention the world's greatest Jenny Slate Marcella Shell impersonator and match sniffer. <laughs> Almost like you just, how should I say this? Thumbed it till you become it? So how do you do it? That's my question. I love you and I mean it. How come his audio is so I don't bad? know, but like, the whisper goodbye was, I know it's emotional and it's all very touching, <laughs> but the, the the whisper goodbye is peak Jay. He was like, oh, Jay, okay. I love him so much. <coughs> oy, oy, oy. My question is, um, how do you do it? I love best. him. Uh, I mean, sorry, second best, Travis. He's for sure the second best. That wasn't convincing. Uh... <laughs> uh I mean, I think he he knows just as well as everybody that there's, like, breakdowns every other week and, like, hysterical, like, fetal position rocking on the ground. Like, I can't do this. I'm so bad at everything. Like, we all feel. Like, we all look at other people and think, oh, they've got it together. Why can't I do it like them? And I, I hope that people who listen to this podcast know that none of us have it together. There's not a person that has it together except maybe like Molly Karam. God, she she does have it together. She, she must have it. I didn't know know. two things matched until she wore them as an outfit. And I'm like, of course, (laughs) peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Like we're, we're, I don't know. That was, that was very kind. Um, I'm like shaking. Not like I'm shaking. Like I'm physically, I'm actually shaking. Uh, I, I do you want me to play? Do you want me to play another voicemail? I don't have it. That's it. not from somebody that you know that's gonna make you emotional. Yeah. Okay. Sure. 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 Hello, Ashley and Katie. This is Andrea Masenda Low oh calling from New York City. Shout out. <laughs> um, I just wanted to call because it's a very special and sad day. Um, losing Ashley Raven on the pod. Um, obviously, I've so I knew it. been lucky I knew enough to would. have a front seat and uh, watch you guys make this podcast over the last couple of years. And I think it's just really incredible what you've built. I think it's really incredible the way that you've impacted people's lives and just by telling your stories and being yourselves. And I think we all know that Ashley didn't come into this whole thing wanting to be a podcast co-host. I think she just wanted to do what she could do to elevate Katie and uh, make some great stuff. And she ended up being a brilliant one. So uh, as your colleague and your friend, I just wanted to say congratulations on a wonderful, wonderful run. Uh, You'll be missed here by everyone who listens and loves this podcast. Uh, You are the best. You know that. Uh, Too many good times with you guys. Hopefully we'll have them again someday. Uh, Drinking whiskey, dancing, doing the things that we do. I miss you guys. Ashley, love you so much. Katie, love you, obviously. Um, mean it also. So good luck with everything. I'm excited to see what's next. Love you guys. Bye. 
I, I, Ash, I genuinely texted her. I was like, I think she'd like to hear your voice. It's like, a, a, I'm happy to hear you say that. Oh, man. I also did not know that she still listened to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> she, she should just be on it. Was she busy? She has a job, I guess. <laughs> she should just, she should just come be on it. Thank you, Andrea. Um, you know that your opinion matters more to me than pretty much anybody's. So <laughs> thank you for saying that. I do think part of it is like, you know how um, when really talented artists like die too young? Yeah. Keep, like, like, yeah. <laughs> they achieve like... <laughs> They achieve like a legend status that like they may not have had like if if they had like stayed in the industry. You know what I mean? Maybe this is like maybe this is just me like dying at the right time. You're not you know? dying. Like b- before, I will remind I people that they can that. find you at the Ask Adley Ashley podcast. This is free. This is one. This one's on it's, me. You did the wrong one. The Ask Lee. The, the Ask Lee no. podcast. <laughs> It's Dear Ashley is what it's called. It's not on Apple yet. But you can get it everywhere else. Apple will get it smurfed together soon. Oh, You're boy. not dying. Stop with that. It's enough. <laughs> what I loved about Andrea's voicemail, and I just stopped crying and I don't want to start again, but it made me realize what, I mean, obviously, we've talked at length about why this hurts so much, but I, it like really put into perspective for me, like everything you ever did was to, was to make me better. And like everything I've done since I've met you is to make you proud. Like I, it's I, I just wanted to write by you, and this sucks because like I think we had it, and we could have it again, and we might have it again with different. Oh, I don't even want to say that yet. Um, but it's like I've been looking for you for a while. And, like, it's so hard to be all the things you are to me in the same person. That's an impossible job. Because everybody knows how seriously I take my job and how much it matters to me. Well, everybody who knows me. Everybody who doesn't thinks I just sit around and cash checks. Which I do like doing. Yeah, but you have, like, 17 <laughs> I don't cash checks I was going to say, I actually bag. don't. Probably it's funny still. because if you know me, you know that I never <laughs> cash them because they make me so uncomfortable. I just wanted to sound like a baller for a second because I thought it would sound cool with the tears as like a nice contrast. Uh, it's just like you, I've, I've put so much on you and you've never made me feel like I've put so much on you because you take it on. But you, I, I need you to, to remember that you can also put stuff on other people. It's a thing that you're, you're hesitant to do and you started to do it with me and I was and that's when I knew like she knows I have her back and that's why this sucks is because it's like I thought that what I did was having your back and now it's the thing that's gonna split us up it's it's not that's not what's splitting us up don't put this on you no it's not I will not take any any fault for you for the dumb decision of somebody else (laughs) But it is like, I don't know. It just is a, it's, I love you so much. I know like, I know all the things everybody knows about all the sacrifices you've made for me and then some. Like, I just know, uh, I just, you're a remarkable human being with a 
remarkable capacity for caring. Like you just care. And like if if this if real life has taught us anything, it's that like caring doesn't really matter much. It doesn't pay your bills. It's easier to not care. And even still, you care so much because you can't help it. And I'm I'm depressing everybody. I just love you so much. <laughs> Listen, I think people who are still here, <sighs> they knew what they were signing up for. <laughs> Oh, well, then might as well play, <laughs> they might as well play that two-minute voicemail we've got this last one. Hey, what's up, you guys? Uh, my name's Tonya Denanzio. I'm from down near the Mongahela. It's called Monhal Township. Near Pittsburgh, it's like 10, 15 minutes. You can, like, throw a stone, hit one of the three rivers. It's pretty cool. I, I got a question about distillers. If you think that even though... Oh, man, Ben's throwing, like, these short routes and not hitting any of the receivers. And when he does, they drop it. Like, whenever I drop uh, silverware in the kitchen and Pam gets upset. Like, never mind. Do you think that the Steelers have what it takes to take down the Chiefs in the playoffs? Um, yeah. Oh, that's what I care about first. And then... Secondly, I just want to tell Ash that uh, you did a really good job. I'm proud of all the work that you've done uh, working on this podcast and ignoring me and Austin while you listen to your actual fan voicemails. Uh, we're so proud of you. We love you. I've told you all this in person, so it's feeling really weird saying it into a voicemail while I'm sitting in the driveway uh, before I come into the house and then eventually see you. But congratulations on a historic run, I think. Yeah, you guys set a record. Uh, yeah, more people should know it. Uh, I love you. I mean it. Rest in the most peace. Do you say that here? <laughs> right, this is too long. Games did a good job. Wait, leave it. Leave it running. How to hang up this voicemail. Do I just hang up? I think so. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Um, so let me start by saying, uh, did you guys ever have, like, a an alternate personality when you, like, drank, like you pretended to be a person? Were you Pam? No. No, but Steve was Tony Denunzio. That's so funny. <laughs> like, I think we had a Facebook page for him and Wow, everything. Steve. Uh, when we were like babies, like we were like early twenties, like when you know first started at ESPN. Because Steve's a ham, um, he, a little bit, mm, yeah. Mm. He is a he's predominant. He's a ham brick. He's a ham brick. Like a ham brick. He's a heavy ham brick. Heavy ham brick. Uh, yeah, he's um. I will say that like I couldn't as much as like you build me up, and have like told me it's okay to be me, like. Steve has been so supportive so many times when I'm like, hey, we're still recording. Um, it's seven hours after I was supposed to be home. Like, is that okay? You know, like, can you leave and go get... How many times I have to text him while we were in the studio? Like, hey, can you pick up Austin today? Like, he was just... He's been so supportive of me um, this entire time. And he's he's like really been helping me get obviously through this most recent part um and i really love him so much 
he's like a good husband and a good friend and you're very lucky if you have that so and a good producer he's a very good producer Mm -hmm. so i think i'm gonna hire him as my manager okay this is a good move tell me more yeah mixing Um, business and pleasure they always say poop right where you eat yeah i mean so if like i if i pay him though like i get the i don't because i get the money wow you've done it I'm investing in myself. You hacked you know? the system. That is the mortgage mm-hmm. of of, <laughs> of employment. Yeah. So uh, he's he's great. I love his Pittsburgh accent. He doesn't do it enough. He doesn't. No, not enough. It's perfect. I feel like he it's always beautiful. does it for me. So I'm like, oh, I only know him as like Stellars. <laughs> do you think the Stellars are gonna win? Oh, the short routes. It's funny. Um, Trav, can you play this last voicemail? Katie, Doc Emmerich here. This is meant for Ashley. Uh, I am so pleased that uh, you have followed hockey and that you care about the sport and that you have sent such a nice message uh, via Katie toward me. Uh, It is a wonderful thing that you are doing and investing your life in sports. It has been wonderful for me all these years, and I always encourage young people like yourself to do just that. Actually, I hope you have a wonderful holiday and that Austin does too and that you have a wonderful time together. I hope that you uh, continue to enjoy sports and you, you continue to prosper in your career. I know that there has been a setback to it here recently, but oh keep God. plowing on. I had rejection a lot of times uh, during my time in this line of work, but believe in yourself and I will say an extra prayer for all of you during this holiday season. I thank you so much again for your loyalty to the sport and your kindness toward me. All the best. Oh. Happy holiday. Oh, my God. Is that okay? Hold on. I, need to, I need to know. Is that someone doing an impression? Or did Doc Eric just leave me a voicemail? Oh, my God. I'm literally standing on my chair. Oh my god! I need to get fired all the time. Holy crap! How did you do that? I, How did you do that? I blocked you on Twitter. Um, and I, I, so I, I told you I wait. You, you did block me on. Twitter? I blocked you and Steve. On, I blocked you and Steve on Twitter. Um, oh my god! I, I thought I had more time. And I had been, you know, when you know, like when you need to find somebody in this industry and you're like, I know, I know a bunch of people who know this guy. I, I have to reach out to them. I was like at the point of, but I can never think of that person off the top of my head. So I was like, well, I got to compile like, who's my best chance to get to Doc Emmerich. I, what I did was I like, put a lot of steps in between what I wanted to do and think getting about it done. that all the time. And so I, and so when I woke up today and you were like, it's today, I was like, I'm, I have, it's now or never. What do I do? He did this today? And so I, I blocked you guys on Twitter. And I oh tweeted out a, a message I had already written for him in my notes app that I was hoping to get to him. And I just tweeted like, I know somebody that follows me knows Doc Emmerich and knows how to get something in front of him. Please send him this picture from my phone. Uh, thanks. And uh, got a lot of people saying you're tweeting out Ashley's phone number and that's not going to be good for her. Um and those are fake fans, you know, and they can skedaddle Wait, uh, because it was a, it was the voicemail. I sent out the voicemail number. Oh, 
<laughs> and I was like, can you just tell him? Like, I don't need to talk to him. We don't need to interview him. If he could just leave a voicemail. Um, I, just to cover him when he says, thank you for being so kind towards me. I didn't tell him the details of your relationship to him. Yeah. Which just well. to remind everybody else and Doc Emmerich, if he is listening, it's that he's <laughs> Ashley's hall pass. Um, mm. Number one choice that she could go do something um, and Steve wouldn't be mad. She picked no, Doc Emmerich. And so, oh, yeah. um, and so that's, uh, I, I said, she's a big fan of yours. I won't go into detail for your sake. And so he, he knows that you love him. He doesn't know how much. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hold on. Don't leave. I have to tell you. She got Doc Emmerich to leave me a voice. <laughs> like actual Doc really? Emmerich. Yes. That's amazing. Oh my God. Today, like today he called in. And he loved a voicemail. He said Austin's name, like, Doc Emmerich. Oh, my God. I also sobbed at yours. And Tony D'Annunzio, thank you. I love you so much. He just brought me a glass of wine. I mean, yeah, wine. What are they going to do, fire me? <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, my God. What a perfect gift. What a perfect gift, you beautiful human. Doc, and then also Katie for arranging it. Also, oh shout God. out Julie Stewart-Binks. Uh, but also, oh shout out, I got texts immediately from multiple awesome people helping. Um, oh, it was the, It was so cool. Um, oh, that's perfect. I'm so happy to see you so happy. So perfect. I, I was squatting on my chair because I didn't want to like get too far away that I couldn't hear it, but I was literally standing on my chair. <laughs> And I, I think I swore over him talking. I don't want you to. I don't want you to lose that audio. Leave it in. Please leave Please. the curse in. I, I they in. can come Please talk to me in. if they have an issue with it. Please leave it in. It that was the purest moment. Oh my uh, god! I apologize oh to anyone god. who was offended by the language used in the last segment. We felt it important to leave in something that was very emotional. <laughs> god, I Holy that I will I will get through my next few days on the energy you just gave me from your reaction to that. Like, you're the I best. I can save that somewhere, right? And just, it can be my ringtone. Like, whenever I'm having trouble falling asleep, I'll just play that. Hi, Ashley, this is Doc Emmerich. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That, those dulcet tones. Dulcet tones. I love that man so much. The kindness. Oh, wow. I think we just wow. invented cameo. I don't know. This is so weird. Oh, it's so weird. I feel like I should Venmo him some money. I don't know. Shout oh. out, Doc Emmerich, the sweetest, Holy nicest human. Holy With the fastest just turnaround the, time. Oh, what a turnaround. My goodness. Wow, you nailed that. Like, uh, you always say, like, I don't, you're like, I don't give the good good presents. But you just, don't, you, you do. You give the best, most thoughtful presents. They're ambitious and they very oh. rarely work. And when they don't oh, work, man. you go, well, I was gonna have Doc Emmerich leave a voicemail here, but I couldn't get a hold of him in time because I forgot the pod, your last podcast was today, not in three oh days. Like, it's, the other side of this story happens a lot more often than this side. Man, that's gonna be so hard to top. Blocking you was difficult. Just for I might leave Steve. Anyone in there. I might leave Steve blocked. That's for a while. Man. Um, man. But I will say, cast in a wide net like that, I was like, I'm going to have to sift through multiple. Because I wasn't sure if I was gonna get confirmation that he did it. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to sift through mm-hmm. a bunch of Doc Emmerich impersonations to try to find out if one of them is real. Luckily, I got confirmation he did it, but I do just wanna play one last voicemail. <laughs> Hi, Ashley. This is Dr. Emmerich. I just wanted to call and say that I'm so glad that you enjoyed all of your time with me and my hockey jokes, and that I hope you're doing well. It's 
been a long time. And I'm so proud of you and your podcast. And um, if you ever need any more doctor stuff, you can just let me know. We'll, we'll always be friends forever. And um, I hope you uh, have a really fun last day. And I'll be listening in on your podcast. And hopefully this um, finds you on a good birthday day. And I love you. Bye. spot on impression and so like i'd be doing him a disservice it was the only guy who tried it uh but but he did try it that's incredible wow i am very moved i'm not gonna save that one i'm sorry i just but i appreciate the effort if you need any more doctor stuff um (laughs) you can call dr emrick who says you've been you've been friends for so long and yeah. yeah. Well, we have on on my you know in my imagination we have. Mm-hmm. And and I you, it just I have to say this to cover you and you're welcome. Uh, the hall pass counts for that guy. So <laughs> oh. if that's something you want to pursue, I will back you up on this. Uh, technically, <laughs> technically that guy counts. So good mm, lucky lady. That's mm, I'm so I am the luckiest. My goodness. Wow. That's, you're a good producer. It was a good layout. Thank you so much. It was, this really all landed per- much better than I could have ever even dreamed. Um, <laughs> on the fifth hour of the pod. I know. It's great. I love it. Now we have to end it. Mm-hmm. But we're ending it smiling. I'm not sobbing anymore. Okay, so then I'm, I'm not going to slow down because I'm about to start back up again. Uh, that's Guys, that's <laughs> it for this edition of sports. Um, golly. Shout out to Equip and DraftKings and Miller Coors and uh Get it together. Shout out to The Right Time with Bamani Jones. Bamani Jones weighs in on sports, pop culture, social topics, and much more from NYC. So go download, subscribe, and listen to The Right Time twice a week, not just once. Twice a week with Bamani Jones on Apple, get it together, Apple, Spotify, (laughs) or wherever you get your podcasts. What else can you find in those places other than Apple who doesn't have their stuff together? Oh, there's a hot new podcast coming. There might be a new episode, a first episode this week. We're we're not sure. We're going to see how long it takes for me to emotionally recover from this. But it is called Dear Ashley, and it's a modern spin on the advice column. So send an email to dearashleypod at gmail.com or leave off a voicemail at 929-399. Oh, wait, what was it? She's reading it off a piece of paper. She's reading it off a piece of paper. 929-399. Four six oh six. I need something that rhymes. That's the number to call if you wanna ask a question, and I'll solve your problems. I will work on this jingle later. There you go. Uh, or it's really good. You can always. <laughs> um, you can also do what she said for this podcast because, like I said, um, they all have her name in it, and clearly, I'm not emotionally mature enough to handle that. So you've got until the new year to leave as many questions as you guys want. I'll be grateful for every single one of them. Thank you for all of the calls uh, about Ashley. This was an emotional journey that wouldn't feel right to go on without you guys. And as usual, you brought us to a place that is going to help us get through it. And we couldn't do that without you. Uh, Or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them. Like this one from Bella JQ that I actually have to open my phone to read because it's so long and I only read the first paragraph and I decided, I bet this gets real good. I'm going to read this one. It says, 
Sports gifts its listeners with a weekly dose of hilarity, nostalgia, vulnerability, and yes, occasionally sports. The snot isn't cute, honestly. (laughs) Uh, But it also gives listeners a lesson in friendship, solidarity, and unconditional support. Katie and Ashley are each the type of friend who will jump in and hype the other up at the slightest hint of insecurity or self-doubt, and they root for each other and validate each other in everything they do. Uh, but they do so in a way that is just second nature that blends seamlessly into the rhythm of the pod. They do an amazing job, this is paragraph two, they do an amazing job of meticulously preparing and doing the work that goes into the pods for the week. Just let her, just let her think it. Um, they create innovative games and segments and endless inside jokes for the, that's my birth control alarm, um, endless, uh, endless inside jokes for the friends of the pod. <laughs> oh, sorry, Travis, did that make you uncomfortable? No. Uh, Normalize talking about birth That's right, baby. Uh, endless inside jokes for friends of the pod, but they're also particularly gifted at expressing their takes on more serious or sensitive issues with the immense care and thoughtfulness those issues deserve. On top of all this, they've also created an environment where their listeners would be every bit as pleased just to hear them talk for a couple hours about what's going on with their dogs, what Austin made at school that day, or how they're dealing with their mental health struggles that week. As phenomenal as Katie and Ashley are at their jobs and as podcast hosts, they're even better humans. Uh, they're incredibly special, and the community they've created around them is a testament to who they are as people. I'm saddened by the decisions that were made to separate them, but I have every confidence that they will each excel in whatever the future has in store for them. TLDR, we came for the content, stayed for the friendship, and we'll be here for both of you <laughs> and each of you wherever the future takes you, no matter what. We're here to stay. Love you, mean it. I think that's Jackie Bell. It's, it's definitely Jackie Bell. Jackie Bell, Bell JQ? Yeah. yeah, it's gotta be. She's the best. Uh, and if it isn't Jackie Bell, it, whoever it is, thank you. Yeah, if it's uh, Juan Quinta Bell. I don't know why I, went, I wanted, I, I don't know La why Quinta, I went with Juan you're Quinta. thinking about the, you always got Bachelorette brain. I mean, if it's, I was going to go Julio again. Why don't I just go with something like Jessica Quicktime Bell. That's it. That would have been a lot more realistic, and I don't know why you didn't make that decision. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, and also say before before you say that last line. Shout out to a uh, shout out to Mariah, who oh. asked me my favorite song. I, so I wanted to play it, but I think it features too much of the actual. Like I I don't know if we I don't know why it felt like we couldn't. Oh no! This is oh, what I was thinking man. of. Somebody in the Reddit made a video, like mashing together moments from the podcast, and it, they set oh, it to no. a song, and it was. I had to turn it off because it was getting too emotional and I was like, save it for the pod. But then I realized we couldn't play it on the pod. Mm. But I could have played Mariah's song. Maybe we should put Mariah's song as the outro music so people can hear it. Oh, that's a good idea. It's it's like... Trav, give me a thumbs up if that's doable. I'll send it to you. Is that... That's not a... He still hasn't given a thumbs up. (laughs) I I don't know if it will or won't yet. Okay, well, let's all find out as soon as we're all done talking. They'll hear it or they won't. But if you don't, uh, go to... If you haven't, go look it up on Twitter. What song was it? She was... It's Carol of the Bells by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which is... (laughs) I was like, joking. I was like, I hope you have an electric guitar laying around. She did. And she crushed it. She crushed She's it. Incredible. The, the She's so incredible. She's incredible. You guys are all incredible. Yeah. Um, I also saw in the Reddit, just last thing, is that a bunch of people were promoting each other's stuff. Um, like, it, they called it shameless self-promotion, but it was, I loved it. I loved seeing that there's so many of the people in this community who, and it, you know, if you do something else for work and you just come here for enjoyment, that's awesome. That's just as awesome. I just like seeing, like, hey, this is my band. Do you want to listen to it? It's just a, a, so cool 
to be able to see the stuff you guys make um, because you yeah. help us make this stuff so so much um and there's a couple people who said they had etsy shops if you have etsy shops drop them in there because i'm gonna buy ashley something from everybody's all of our listeners (laughs) etsy shops that's a a, her christmas gift for this year as i think i'm just gonna buy because i i thought about it and seriously at first i was joking but then i'm like how cool would that be every time you see i don't know this little decoration in your house you remember that that was made by a person who supports you so much and loves you and has found a community because of you and so you know i'm i'll be in there i know i'm not quote unquote in there i'll be in there so catch me in there i just i think it's it's so important um for the community for our people to like keep supporting each other through all this stuff holidays can be a really tough time especially when you're alone especially during a pandemic especially when there's big changes like be there for each other i know you guys will i know you guys will but be there for katie i know you will i just want to make sure especially come january let's i can't wait i can't wait to listen along and like see where you go and see where your incredible brain takes us it's your inner monologue is like fascinating to me like, honestly, you could just be you. I don't know. You just write. Like, I, I can't wait to see it. I just, uh, I don't think I, awesome. I don't think I, you telling me that was what made me start saying it all out loud. Like you, you, you are the person that showed me that, like, you don't have to clean that up. Just say that. I would never think that. And the fact that you think that's fascinating to me. So please just say it. And like, I was like, oh, okay, I spent so much of my time in this industry trying to figure out what a take looked like for me because it's a a take-driven industry. And I'm always like, how come I never have takes? And I would be like, I just think this very basic thing. And Ashley were the first person who was like, that's a take. Just say that. That's interesting. That's different. And it's consistent with who you are as a person and it lets people start to put the pieces together to understand who you are, which sounds so obvious now. But if you hadn't been sitting across from me, I wouldn't have... You just feel like you got to be something. I never felt like I had to be something other than myself to impress you. And I wanted to be the best version of me for you. And so I've just become a better person from having you. It's terrifying to me to have to do this without you because I've done it without you. It's not like I didn't know then that it wasn't as good as this because I didn't know about this. So I loved it then. But now that I've found this, it's going to be really hard to do it without this. I'll do it. I'll grow up. I'll, 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 I'm going to do it. But I, it's I I need you. To, I'm gonna miss you so much. Well, we're still listen. I know. I know you're not. You're not dying. I know. I'm not dead. But if you, you do, when you are, them. I will saint you. I will lead the campaign. Mm. Ooh, first ballot. I will be like she did How all these miracles? miracles. I don't remember. This is what your first miracle. This podcast, <laughs> this whole time, has just been the backstory for your miracle. I'm joking, but like the corny part of me really believes that. Like you. You're an incredible person, and uh, and we love you. And I'm gonna everything's gonna be fine. You know, I'm, we're supposed to do the adult thing now, where we're like, all right, kids, you're all crying, but look at us, we are we are strong. <laughs> so we all got it out, and we're strong. And you know, you're not going, and I'm not letting you go anywhere. I will see you Christmas Eve. Yes, whoop whoop. I'm so excited. I have no pressure. Well, I guess no actual no pressure because you got me the best gift of all time. But I have something for you that I am very excited about. Oh, gosh. And I think you will find it to be very useful. Oh gosh. This could Yeah. This could go a whole lot of ways and most of them I can't say on the podcast. Um 
Uh, it's none of those ways. It's a very appropriate oh. way. All right. Well, then I'm I'm 10 less excited, but I was like 200 excited. So 190 is is still good. Oh man, I just am excited to see you and spend time with you, and I'm glad that I could use my child to coerce you into coming to visit. Coerce is a, a lightning of it, but I do. I you know what? I'm happy to be backed into a corner by Austin. If I'm gonna be backed into a corner by anybody, which I think history has shown, I am. <laughs> oh boy, I'm I'm just stalling right now. I ha- you like, know what I'm doing? I'm I had stalling. just in my mind thought of I was like, there's the perfect way to end it. Ended on a laugh, and then I got sidetracked by something, and now I'm looking for it in my brain because I'm like, you had it, but I think my brain went, yeah, and we're gonna lose it because we don't want it to be over. So forget no, it. We don't. Um, what if we just in the middle of a sentence just cut the audio out, like we Irish goodbye the end of it. We're just talking and talking, and then it's, boop, we're gone, you know? It's like Kaiser so. I wouldn't sleep. Oh. I wouldn't sleep. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> no, you hang up first. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Why don't, here, I know what it is. I found it. Practice your beat it. Leave us a voicemail. Oh, um, you can... Uh, am I starting at the, the chorus of beat it, or is it the it verse? Either. Let's, uh, I think the chorus. Okay. Uh, leave us, leave us a voicemail, voicemail at eight six zero five zero six five seven one. It doesn't really fit. Okay, try the try the verse. Um. Leave us a voicemail at eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. It also does not fit. Nope. I'm trying try my Barney? best. What? I'll give you Barney. I'll give you Barney if you want to try. No, <laughs> oh, you did it really well. I don't. I did. Leave us a voicemail at 605-06-5571. Um, you just said that was not the right number. 650. Just, just open your phone and, like, because, you know, it's a flip, and smash a bunch of buttons on it, play Snake a couple times, and the voicemail will arrive magically. That's how Doc Emmerich did it. If he can do it, you oh. can do it. Oh, he did it. He did do it. Um, I'm going to let you, I'm going to say goodbye, everybody, and I love you, and we'll see you in the new year. Ash, take us out. Guys, it's been real. I, there's uh, there's not much left to say that we haven't already said because this is a 19-hour podcast. I don't know if we've made it clear, but you really only have it, have to listen to this the one time if you're still here. I'm uncomfortable. I'm, hi, it's Katie. I'm back. Um, I think that maybe <laughs> twice seems right. Twice seems good. Twice. This it's, is all they're going to do for the next yeah, month. Yeah, spread it out. Fall asleep with it every night. You know, set your sleep timer. Right. Yeah, okay. Cool. Sorry, go ahead. Don't let it... Don't let it conflict with your birth control timer. You don't want those to go off at the same time. <laughs> I love you all so much. I mean it so sincerely. Um, bye. Bye.